0: and welcome to a new episode Fascinated with films. Fascinated with films. See, <laughs> so you you're going to come up with a new one every time? I like <laughs> it. That puts a lot of pressure on you, though. <laughs> I'm good under pressure. Yeah. So you might be wondering, where's Dave? Why don't yeah. I hear Dave's voice? Yeah, where's Dave at, man? We did not kill him and bury him in the backyard, we promise. N- well, hey. maybe. <laughs> he is uh, off doing his finals, studying for finals, because he is going to better himself more than me and Justin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a degree. Yeah. <laughs> six months in massage therapy. <laughs> I got, parts of a degree (laughs) (laughs) they might add up close i'm not sure yeah so yeah dave's not gonna be here this week so if you've tuned in primarily to hear dave you are screwed uh, (laughs) tune in next week (laughs) yeah right but we will be here for you and this is actually if, if dave's gonna miss any episode this is probably the episode to miss because he's uh he likes the current subject matter but he's not as well versed as he as uh justin and i are so today we're gonna to talk about. Actually, before let's uh, let's give it a little uh, kind of cliffhanger here. and Talk about what's been going on during the week. Is there anything interesting you've been uh, doing or movies you had seen during the week that uh, me and Dave saw? I'll start off. Me and Dave saw a fucking movie this week that what's was that? absolutely amazing, amazing. Probably uh, the best war movie I had seen in the last fifteen years. Really, uh, and we both thought so. And I know I knew I know Dave's taste for uh, movies. So when we're like. Uh, like 10 minutes and i'm like oh this has got dave written all over it yeah and it's that dunkirk
1: i thought you were gonna oh, say that my God, have you seen it no i've Ugh. seen like 15 minutes of it in the middle oh, and really? i was like yeah <laughs> i was at my dad's house and oh, he was okay. watching it and i had to i, I was yeah. like look i gotta leave i can't watch it yeah and i won't this, tell you yeah. anything
0: about it but it's uh it is phenomenal it really is and i'm excited because there's not a whole lot of the uh, oscar-nominated movies for next sunday that i've seen mm. i've seen get out uh you've probably even seen more than me uh because you've seen Shape of Water, I haven't seen yeah, that, and that's I up for that. all of them. Yeah, and uh, you've seen Get Out. Yeah, yep, yeah, that was and, a good uh, movie. Dunkirk's up the three billboards. I think I'm going to watch that on Wednesday. It's available to rent on Wednesday. Oh, then, really? Three billboards, and so isn't that Lady Bird, which is what uh, Jackie from Roseanne is nominated for? Really? Uh, but it looks like something that my that. Uh, my wife would love. So I think I'm going to rent that too. So oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, Dunkirk, so good, man. Yeah. It just started out, and I, I said to Dave, I turned to Dave in the middle of the movie, and I was like, you know what's interesting about the war genre? I said, you need zero character development. You don't oh, need yeah. any. Yeah. You just need to know what the guy looks like. Oh, that's the guy with the beard, and right. we're following him because the story itself is like encapsulating and... In, uh, in, uh, just like, there's a war amazing. Going on. I mean, yeah, that's the character. Exactly. It's yeah. just all these people and it's kind of good not knowing what their background is. You kind of think in your head, does this guy have family back there? that's waiting for him. Does right. he have a newborn yeah. that, that he hasn't seen before or something like that? Yeah. And as long as you make the characters very recognizable, mm-hmm. like that was, what was good about like saving Private Ryan, every character looked different. You know, right. you, you can see Vin Diesel and you know what he looks like. And then Giovanni Ribisi looks completely different. And, uh, they were pretty good about that with Dunkirk, but the story itself was just amazing. The the fact that the movie starts just it just starts and mm-hmm. uh They're the, on the it, beach, right? Uh yeah, it starts even a little bit before that, but it, most of it is just in that one struggle and it just is a continuation of uh for like an hour and 45 minutes. It could have easily been like a 3-hour movie, but sure. it went like this quick hour and 45 minutes and the music. The music was insane by mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer, who's like a famous composer. And he does a certain thing with his music, where all his music sounded like the airplanes. Oh, wow. so you never knew when the airplanes were there oh, or wow. if it was the music. Right, and it, yeah. and it went through the whole movie. The music never stopped. Uh-huh. It was this hum, or it was this like kind of music that would keep you on the edge of the whole thing, and it was yeah. it was amazing. I can't wait to see it again.
1: Yeah, my dad's a, a huge just war buff in general, you know. And that's uh, right, you said that. You yeah, to,
0: how does did he? You know how he liked the movie? Or? He
1: said that he imagines that that's about as realistic as it could possibly get uh, yeah. on film.
0: And like it wasn't that. crazy violent. It wasn't crazy violent at mm-hmm. all, but just the intensity and the, the idea that, that continued to come across in the movie is because they're dealing with boats and rescuing people from out of the water mm-hmm. and everything like that. And,
1: uh, that was, dead, when, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that, was that was my wife. Uh,
0: <laughs> but, uh, is the fact that once they rescue people from out of the water, they do not want to get under the boat, the new boat again. Uh-huh. They're like, pile down below, towel down below, and they're like, fuck, no, we're oh, not yeah. going down below. We're right, staying yeah. up. Everyone is just scared shitless yeah. of what's going to happen, and it's just an intense movie. Right, well, and it's and- fun. Christopher Nolan, who did... Uh, uh, to work our way into uh-huh. some of our stuff here, he did all the Batman films, and he did um, oh, really? Memento. And uh, I, love man, Memento. I love Memento. We definitely got to work that on a pod, yeah, sometime. for sure. Yeah. That's that. I
1: mean that. that you, that's you like could,
0: the mind twist pod, yeah, you know, where you yeah, just like yeah. it's insane. Yeah, one M- of the best screenplays M Night, I've ever. M Yeah, yeah. So,
1: did you see any movies this week? I saw one that you gave me. I watched Rock and Roll. Oh, that's right, Rock and Roll, man. Dude, that was good.
0: And it's so if if you're a fan of Lock, Stock, and Snatch, it really mm. is a nice just uh, three-part kind of trilogy right there of all his crime trilogy. I am
1: try- I don't know that I ever saw Lock, Stock.
0: Oh, man, you should watch that. that I, think, certainly- I
1: think I always get the name of that confused with uh, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Yeah and that's
0: the one with uh, Nick Cage and uh,
1: no it's uh, Val Kilmer and oh that's Robert, right uh, Robert Downey Jr Robert Jr. Downey Jr yeah, yeah I don't know
0: which one I'm thinking of uh, yeah Kiss Kiss Bang Bang I remember that I've, yeah. I've seen it but only seen it once Yeah, Lockstock was so great uh, very indie very just like snatch and like rock and roller if you yeah. like those yeah
1: rock and roller was great man twists you oh know, yeah twists and turns through yeah. the whole thing and uh i love the whole cast yeah i i think out of uh yeah absolutely the whole cast yeah. was tom
0: wilkinson and you got uh and he was the main guy uh, gerard right? butler yeah and, gerard uh, butler and bane uh, uh tom hardy wasn't he the one that oh that's uh, right he played he Bob. the russian uh, he played the oh. one that was turned out to be gay Oh, he's yeah. He's like, well, you know, okay, right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knew <laughs> well, he except Well, you just for wanted him. to dance with him? Yeah. <laughs> and I, Idris Elba. <laughs> Idris Elba was uh, yeah, real he's... young, Idris Elba. I like, that might have been, other than The Wire, that might have been the only thing I had seen him in until he started, like, taking over Hollywood. Yeah, no, and he yeah. has, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. He's kicking ass. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, but, uh. Yeah, and uh, just the whole premise of the movie, and like not to just jump straight to the end, mm-hmm. but you know the twists at the end about who the uh, who the informant is, and yeah. you know everything like that. Like it's, it's just
0: the girl from Westworld. You probably don't watch Westworld, right? Yeah. The uh, the black girl, the art dealer. Uh, in, oh yeah, she's she's one of the main robots in uh, Westworld. Oh, really? And it's a really intense role for all those actors that got to play robots because mm-hmm. they have to... You ever seen the old movie, the old Westworld, 1970s? No, no definitely James Berlin. No. Or it was like Jurassic Park, oh, but right. it was uh, robots. You went there and you went to Westworld, so mm-hmm. you would go into a bar and you could actually start a rumble and and shoot other patrons because they were robots. Oh, They wow. would die. Oh, and wow. And so in, in, it would only... Uh, in the new West world is very like you see both levels and that's very modernized uh, where uh, they are programming these uh, uh, robots Mm -hmm. and you realize that they've got kind of like souls and they kind of, they are remembering what every time they're killed and they're brought back and the prostitute, they have prostitute robots too. And so they, they're having memories of them. And when they're, when they've got their diagnosis going on, uh, props to the actors that do this because when they're in like the white room Inside, not in the West part of the world, and they 're mm-hmm. getting diagnostics and they they like sit really still like uh, in a sitting position, and they talk to the guy and they ask what their program is, very like Robocop mm-hmm. but they 're completely nude oh, all wow. the actors yeah. guys and women they 're right. just sitting there completely nude oh, uh, wow. and it 's such an intense thing and at one point that girl from rock and roller kind of has uh has a kind of memory of certain things and she kind of splits from what she's supposed to do and, mm-hmm. and like wakes up and just like takes over. Oh no, wow. So great, man. That, it's a really good series. Good. It's only happened like one season too, but so, well, those are some fantastical elements. Yeah. <laughs> Let's work into this pod. So this pod is going to be all about our favorite Superhero movies. Yeah, I'm and, excited. Yeah, I'm excited. This yeah. is and this is one that we can do another pod for easily because there's so many oh, uh, yeah. out there. I could have put a ton on here. So, how uh, important were like superheroes when you were growing up?
1: So, you know, I, I used to watch the cartoons. I was never like you know a big comic book guy, mm-hmm. um, but and
0: there weren't many movies until about the '95. Uh, around ninety five and ninety eight, that's when they just took off. So yeah, you didn't yeah. have many movies to watch,
1: right? Yeah, and uh, but because you know, I just never was that into comic books as a kid. I used to come home from school every day, and the X Men would be on, oh, yeah. and.
0: Such a great animated feature. Phenomenal series. Yeah, that series know? was so good, dude. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Batman one, too? Yeah, the Batman absolutely. animated series. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, mean,
1: I think they were all yeah. on a block. Yeah, you they, know? they kind and, of were, yeah. You know, I'm sure there was probably another one on there I'm not thinking of, but, you know, and so that was in my adolescence to early teens. Yeah. You know, and I was
0: a little older, but I still watched them. Yeah, no. They were, they were great. They were good. That was great storytelling right there. you know.
1: But, yeah, so that's what really, you know, when those superhero movies started to come out, you know, it got... You knew
0: those characters. Exactly. So, you know, I
1: was like, oh, man, this is going to be great, you know, and and even to the level, and this one isn't a superhero, but it's just along that lines, like, when Transformers 1 came out, that kind of, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I know you're not a fan, but... I um, I
0: love the '80s Transformers. It was one of my favorite toys to collect. I oh, still yeah. have some of the Transformers and yeah. uh, the cartoons. I still loved as cheesy as they are, but yeah. I just didn't think they went in the right direction. I was just before I saw it, though. I was just excited. To yeah, do more. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Until I saw what they did with it. Yeah.
1: So you know, just along those same lines, you know, then when it comes to the superhero movies, like. Everything feeding into everything yeah. else, and just
0: playing nostalgia. Man, nostalgia it's is strong. Huge, <laughs> strong. Huge My entire strong. life is nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it really is. <laughs> I reminisce about. I listen to the same music I listened to when I was a teenager. Yeah, I listen, me too. and I think that's normal. I think that's what everyone does. They end up at some period, except for a small fraction of people, you kind of stick with what you. Love and remember, yeah, a exactly, lot from. yeah. And that goes the same with a lot of these superheroes. So, yeah, I love those animated features, man. They were good stuff. Now, did you grow up with any of the um, uh, the old uh, cheesy like the uh, Greatest American Hero? Do you remember the Greatest American Hero? That was like mm. that was William Cat. He was the blonde haired kid from uh, from Carrie that went to the prom. He was the prom king with her. Okay, he, he it was a series i think it lasted for like four seasons and i watched it in reruns growing up and it was like a comedy of uh where he found this suit but didn't read but lost the directions oh no and so he would he would always start flying really well and then land in the stuff and it was a fun it was around the same time as a team and stuff Mm -hmm. so you probably would see it reruns anyways yeah um by the time you were growing up And, uh, that was, that was fantastic, but they were silly, man, you know, and same with that. They was an original Captain America movie that was done in like 1980 and it was God awful. It was so bad.
1: I saw that like the other day, uh, I I was Googling something. It must've been something to do with Captain America. Um, and that one came up yeah. and I was like, what the hell is this? I had no idea yeah. they'd even done this. So I'm glad I just missed out on that. Oh, it was really, really bad. He had bad like it a was. football
0: helmet on that they just put wings <laughs> on. And it and was really, the cuts were bad. Everything was bad. So they didn't have a whole lot until it hit a certain period. And then right. it just took off after that. And yeah. it is what it is now. And, and it's a complete industry. Yeah. So it's, it's really wild. Yeah. And- um,
1: uh, and you know i'm already looking forward to ones that aren't yeah. on this list because they're not out yet
0: well that's what's know? great about how Marvel and d c do their stuff is uh they have that kind of projection so you can really see four movies ahead of time uh, or four years ahead of time and see what's actually going to come out yeah you're like oh it, infinity wars isn't even out yet, but you know that the uh the second and the third one after that, and the Aquaman movie and all yep. that now see I definitely if I had to uh now comics i kind of go both ways because i'm a comic collector i grew up uh reading comics mm-hmm. and i grew up uh because i was born in 75 so i grew up on a lot of the movies too that dc did and i'm sure i'll be talking about a couple of them here <laughs> uh but i love i loved comics growing up my cousin and me uh read them all the time and then i kind of got out of them for a while and then i went back into them and i started collecting again and uh I am thrilled when I can see these characters that they they created really well in the comics kind of get a good just to see that uh, it's kind of a twofold thing where you can get excited when you hear who's cast in oh, yeah. the role, and then there's another excitement when you can actually see it play out. yeah, and I was always a fan of both Marvel and d c growing up, but man, the movies, Marvel just is kicking ass, oh dude i mean d c is laying a big egg yeah, yeah. <laughs> i hate to I, say it and i'll still watch them yeah i'll still go see them. i saw suicide squad and then had some good stuff i going saw that. on there i saw and but they're almost none of them i would own you know no. it's like one of those ones i watch once and you're like eh, yeah, okay not that but bad. the marvel ones i'm like i can't wait to watch the second or third or fourth time yeah. you know oh, and, yeah, I, and i'll own it the day it comes out right. and all that type of stuff yeah. so they have a formula that just dc has not kind of gotten on board with yeah they, right. they're picking the wrong directors they're picking the wrong cast at times and they're picking the wrong writers you know they don't get that tone it's
1: it's like mcdonald's to burger king man it really is you know what i mean you like know? it's just it's it, they want to so bad they just don't have that brand yeah you know and uh, to the
0: point where there there are a couple that i ha- haven't even seen yet uh i haven't seen justice league i haven't, I haven't seen, either. I haven't seen uh, Superman versus uh Batman.
1: I've seen that one. Um, um, I just
0: hear it so bad, and I I can't. see even, I thought it was pretty decent. And I can't even. Well, when I think the trailer looks so bad too, because I can't picture Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. He should not be Lex Luthor. Yeah, that was. I, I, I don't care what someone's argument is. Yeah, <laughs> it I, needs I, to be I somebody can, else, man. Yeah. I, and it needs to be like somebody twenty years his senior too. Yeah. You know, yeah. because that's an amazing character that could be. Have so many facets to it, and oh, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. It's just he, hes a great actor with yeah. some of the things he's done. Loved yeah. him in uh, the Social Network. Loved him in Zombie Land. Yeah, uh, he was good in a lot of stuff. But I liked. Uh, not as freaking like me or ne-
1: whatever it is. Like, uh, never I, did see that. I, I, that, I saw odd. both of those. Those are yeah. pretty decent. Huh, I'll have to watch them. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I—I I, I wasn't a fan of his, his in that
0: Superman though. I'm trying to think. Of, yeah, I don't even remember the last DC movie that I—I I saw one recently. You saw what? Wonder Woman. Yeah, I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, but that one's I'm excited to uh, to see. I just haven't got a chance to see it yet. It was decent. Uh, Yeah, I've I've heard really good things about it too, and and I really want to see Black Panther, but that's that's Marvel for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that looks uh, that looks amazing. I'm gonna give it a
1: couple of weeks before I go. Yeah. Crowd, calm down. That's
0: usually what I do. Some some of them I haven't. uh, I wasn't like that, and this one's not on my list, but I'll mention it as um spider-man homecoming i went and saw that the day it came out i couldn't oh, yeah. be more excited to see that because i love michael keaton i love that they finally cast a like 16 year old in the role and right. i was i've always that was always one of my favorite comics uh mm-hmm. growing up had the best villains in it you know i love oh, dr yeah. octopus yeah. i love friggin um uh, uh i love the vulture i love magneto uh not magneto um what's the guy uh damn no I'm having Green Goblin. Now Green Goblin, obviously, yeah. but the one that has the dome over is Mysterio. Mysterio, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hear oh, they're I doing. Uh,
1: there was a Spider-Man cartoon that was on. In yeah. that block too. I just oh, yeah. remembered that. And that's Mysterio how I was know on him. there. Morbius, yeah. you remember yeah. Morbius? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the living vampire. Yeah, that's. The, those were all
0: part of the Sinister Six, and are actually doing that film. Oh really? Uh, so if they get Michael Keaton, because part of the Sinister Six is the Vulture, so they need Michael Keaton. That would be pretty so the, awesome. Th- that must be probably far down the line because they would want to introduce all those characters. Have you seen the trailer for? them yet no it looks good oh really Tom hardy man i looks i really did good. see the trailer for that yeah. um it looks really good I they, think, uh, it's a very shirt. teaser yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think bobby did show yeah, yeah 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 um but yeah so let's i say we get right into it man yeah let's do it we man. got we've limited ourselves to five here but as usual it might it might branch off to a couple here and there uh along the talk of it because a lot of these uh A lot of these are trilogies or have a series of films that we'll have to bring in to talk about anyways. But these are, and it was a hard list to make, you know. It really was. Uh, There there were only a couple on here that, like, uh, two of them I wrote on, like, immediately, my one and two, because they they were such an important part of my life. But the other ones, they were so difficult because I loved so many of them. That's why I think we'll definitely have to have, uh, have another one of these uh, oh, yeah. eventually. We'll have a yeah. guest on with us or something. So how about uh, you start us off there with your number five? All right, number five, going with a fun movie. Nice. Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool was a fun movie, man. Yeah, or at least on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? That was awesome, and that was part of their like promotional material too. Yeah, I remember you could yeah. like
1: take a picture with Deadpool at the movie theater. Oh yeah, yeah, that. he was there going. with Yeah, the he did heart the heart with heart the heart hand thing. Hand. Yeah, yeah that was know. so awesome, man. Yeah, and and I have to say, Ryan Reynolds totally oh, redeemed himself. God, man, he had know. some flops, man. Yeah,
0: because he he really and it wasn't his fault. It was the writers. It was it was DC and. Uh, It kind of screwed up the original Deadpool with the Wolverine uh, Origins movie, which actually there was some great stuff in that movie, too. I love the relationship between Logan and his brother, uh, Sabretooth, played by Uh, uh, Liev Schreiber. And uh, that opening sequence where they're showing them go through the years of the war together. Oh, man. That might be my favorite part of that uh, whole entire movie. and. I didn't have a problem with the Ryan Reynolds stuff if it was just a different character. Right. You know, don't make him uh, friggin' Deadpool. Uh, and it makes no sense yeah. uh, because he's absolutely nothing like Deadpool. And it just pissed the fans off. Right. Yeah. And we should mention, too, that I, I think that's the problem with a lot of these movies, too, is they have they have a fan base that they really have to cater to yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that I, I really wonder with these producers and everything if you just scroll the social medias and everything, and all these like comic book reliant alliance and the comic book resources sites mm-hmm. where they talk about these movies, you scroll the comments, you could tell what people like. Yeah. And I don't know what the harm is to giving it to them every once in a while. Yeah, no, you know? absolutely. Because you're just gonna get more ticket sales. Well, and I feel like Deadpool did that. Deadpool you know exactly I mean? did that, and, and that was the thing. And Ron Reynolds was a big part of that because he fought for that to have a rated R. Oh yeah, I it Needed a rated R. Yeah. Rating. Well,
1: and he's he's just a rated R actor. Yeah. You know, he's better. And, when it's when he's uninhibited, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know, well, and the other thing too is, and he even says it in the movie. I think when they're making the suit or whatever, and he's like, "Please, just don't make it yeah. holographic and green yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that." Yeah, yeah. You know, and because dude, he, Green Lantern, Green Lantern was, was horrible, terrible, man. Terrible, terrible
0: movie. And that's a great uh, character and a great story that needs to be told the right way at some yeah. point. Yeah. similar to the Fantastic Four, they cannot get it right. No, They cannot no. get that fucking movie I, I right. Thought
1: the the first one that they did, what was that back either in there? Way back in the day with Chris Evans 90s. and yeah, Jessica I Alba thought the first one that they did was decent it was still
0: bad though it, it could was, have been it, better it, it had problems they f- they fucked up one of my favorite villains of all time which is dr doom mm-hmm. uh dr doom is should be done really well yeah and uh they just might have to introduce him into it because he crossed over with the avengers and with spider-man every once in a while back mm-hmm. then they might have to introduce him into something else uh to just get him out of the i mean he was mainly part of the fantastic four it's group and a lot of their uh their stories but man they fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> and know. yeah, it was just, they've done several, they've done several of those and they just can't, they just can't make it, man. Yeah. They,
1: no, I haven't even seen the last one. I've I, I I, seen, I've seen parts of the I last it one, the but
0: it, I can tell just by people's reactions to it that, yeah, they fucked it up again. Right. They'll do it. They'll try to give it a five years and they could try it again. But Deadpool, man.
1: Yeah. And so with Deadpool, I actually, you know, first of all, Ryan Reynolds is great in it. I love his uh, lady that lives with him, the Ah, blind lady. You know, she's awesome and hysterical. Um, the bartender I don't know his name but I've seen him in other movies and yeah. he just plays that same character He does every movie he's, he's in he's got a, a little controversy
0: going on him now he's a little uh, into that sex scandal oh no uh, unfortunately they've, uh, and pretty bad too from what I've read yeah, but they've sucks. kept him he's also that Mucinex voice on the Mucinex commercials is he really? yeah yeah if you listen to him and no, I used kidding. to watch him on Silicon Valley I liked him I thought he was good mm. there was a HBO show called Silicon Valley that it was on mm-hmm. uh, but he was like you said he is that character yeah. when you, when you yeah. cast that guy that's what you get yeah. he was actually the guy holding the camera camera in the first Cloverfield. Really? Yeah, if you listen to his voice. and no They show kidding. him at the very beginning. I think he turns the camera around and shows it to him. Yeah. Uh, but you can hear that voice is very recognizable. Huh? Yeah, uh, no, he does have that.
1: Yeah. Um, and then also you had... His uh, love
0: interest, who's awesome, man. Wait, what was her name? Uh, damn, I can't remember her. Uh, I should remember her name because I love her. She's a, He was in Firefly. You ever watch Firefly? No. Really, really good show. But mm. she was also in Homeland... Uh, and she was really great in that. Um, I can't remember her name, but yeah, yeah she was phenomenal. In yeah, it. no, she was really yeah.
1: good. And, uh, but you know, as a kid, especially when it came to like playing video games and uh, stuff like that, my favorite character was Colossus ah. and Colossus, you know, they nailed Kansas... finally. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, and he, he was great, yep. you know, um, Russian
0: accent and everything, which yeah. was perfect. Yeah, man.
1: and now I think now didn't he have an appearance in one of the X Men? Yeah, but he was he, an X But he
0: yeah, but he didn't have a Russian accent. Uh, he didn't have a Russian kid. accent. He was a kid. Yeah. I liked what they did with his armor when it was building over his skin. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, when, I thought when that was shit neat. Started getting bad. I liked yeah. him, but I don't think they ever. And uh, X Men, I own every X Men except for the third one. I thought that Last Stand one was so god awful. I like the very uh, very end. I I don't like it because I love that uh, the uh, the Phoenix kind of uh, storyline, right. and they destroyed it. Yeah, no, that's they absolutely shit on it entirely. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're going to fix it with the next one. or the, the next one's yeah, the next one's dealing with the Phoenix storyline. Oh, oh, so and that's the girl that. from uh, Game of Thrones it's going to be play her and she's really really good. She was in uh, Days of Future Past. She's the one who played her, uh the young version of her in that. Oh, okay. Too. So yeah. I got you. Um uh, so yeah, Colossus really and Negasonic Teenage Warhead which yeah. was a uh that was a later character that was kind of uh, created, and it was named after the Monster Magnet song, uh, "Necesastic Teenage Warhead," which really? was a great. Uh, <laughs> Monster Magnet that. song, yeah, and she was great in that too. Huh? Really, really fun, man. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the kind of the premise of Deadpool if you haven't seen it? First of all, you should be running out to see Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, the other these other ones that I, there's certain ones. Everyone will like. There's something on some on here that only a fraction of people will like. But right. Deadpool is one of the life. even kids. I, I feel bad because parents are just gonna have to let their kids watch. this, oh, yeah, yeah, this R-rated movie because they're, they're gonna watch it anyways. Yeah, and <laughs> what well, I mean, and it's hilarious. It is, you know. It's I mean, it's racy. it yeah, vo- yeah, sure is. Shit, racy. Yeah, but it's um, fun, man. But yeah, so uh,
1: Ryan Reynolds is a he's a mercenary, a mercenary. basically, basically, and Wade movies. Wilson
0: yeah that's it thank you
1: i couldn't remember the name um and so like you find that out because some little girl like hires him to scare off this like creeper (laughs) i forgot about that scene man that's a great scene um and so you know he takes care of that or whatever and he finds out he so he has the love interest yep and he finds out that he has cancer right yeah Yeah. and so
0: inoperable gonna be dying quick very fast Yeah. yeah
1: Um And so he has this guy that shows up and tells him, like, you know, we can basically cure you. Um And he thinks about it. But it's at a price, right? Doesn't it? Don't the, I forget how that goes.
0: Well, he knows he's going to become a superhero and he, he knows he's basically going to become a guinea pig. Right. For it. And he's going to have to join uh, the crew of superheroes. But what he's not told is that they're not really making them into superheroes and make them into super slaves. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and Francis, man. Yeah, <laughs> Francis, dude.
1: Yeah, um, he's a badass. He's man. you know
0: he evil, evil man, yeah. evil yeah. as hell, man. When yeah. that scene where he's going through all the tests and everything, man, it's hard yeah. to watch. Almost. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's really crazy. The the kind of because they realize that the only way to. Uh, uh, with their testing that they're doing the only way to make you a superhero is to expose you to an uh extreme elements Yeah. and then suddenly it'll kick in as a defense mechanism right uh, so they just have to do they it they just horrible over over things to and, yeah. and regardless of if your kind of uh superhero talent will be dealing underwater or being electrocuted or being whatever it's yeah. just horrible it's yeah. torture i yeah. mean it's just complete torture for what, 48, more, maybe a week, I don't know how long oh, yeah, was. I, it was, it was a long time. Yeah,
1: it was a while, and then he put him in that uh, oxygen chamber uh, and lowered it down oh, yeah, to and where you can it was right it. on the edge uh, of death, yeah. you know, ah, he left that him in there like works, over the
0: weekend. And the great thing is, oh. through the whole thing, Ryan Reynolds is just talking shit to him. Yeah, oh yeah, Just yeah. talking smack to him, yeah. which is hilarious,
1: Yeah, you know? Yeah, and because uh, he basically tells him like, you know, as long as you still have your sense of humor everything's going to be okay. You know? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, you think you're funny? And that's yeah. when he leaves him in there over the weekend yeah. and his skin, like, uh, you know, just blisters. Yeah. Just... From lack of oxygen. And, but he unlocks his, his superpower and now he's able to regenerate. Yeah. Uh, remember
0: uh, he has the, the match. He, he headbutts that one girl in the head and steals her match. Yeah. Then yeah. basically flicks it. And because of the, uh, close to zero oxygen, it just kind of lights up and blows the whole place up and, Ryan Reynolds has to do his nude scene and in uh, yeah, yeah. all his makeup but uh but props to him man and man they've nailed that suit man if you look at all of those old dead I don't know if you ever read any of the old no. dead comic books No this uh, was my first encounter yeah. with Deadpool. Oh man and you should read uh if I can get my hands on it the uh it's called Deadpool kills the Marvel universe oh, and it's this absolutely hysterical uh, you can get it in like a trade pack a paperback where it's like all five issues I think it's four issues yeah it's four mm. issues and uh he just goes through and kills one member uh like kills all the Marvel universe in like a clever, funny way. Oh, that's he'll go awesome. and he'll kill the Hulk and then he'll kill Mr. Fantastic and then he no goes shit. and he kills Phoenix and it's just hilarious. He just works his way through it and kills oh, everybody and, yeah, I'd in, love in a to super funny way, man. It's really fun. Uh but yeah, so they nailed the suit. And like we said earlier, if you keep the fanboys happy, you're gonna uh you're gonna go a long way, you yeah. know, for being a popular movie. And this was one that they they nailed it in spades. Oh, there was yeah. no issue with this movie. No, it there, was, there was it was no
1: exciting, issue. it was action packed, it was hilarious, it, you know anyone who
0: didn't like superhero movies could like it, yeah. you know, because they could enjoy the humor and the kind of the action involved in yeah, it. Yeah, because
1: all you have to know is he's a vigilante who can heal himself. Yeah. Boom. That's not, you know, super hard to yeah. grasp, you know? And he
0: was at the point there were some points where he was very like Jim Carrey like. Yeah, oh, very yeah. Jim Carrey like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when he was uh even that big scene on the highway is one of my favorite scenes, you know, when uh like kind of the opening scene, remember they're doing the slow motion oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. the uh burning of the uh cigarette lighter into the guy's head and mm-hmm. doing all their stuff, but when he's ties up the guy Francis and everything and then he encounters uh Colossus, kind of Colossus shows and, uh, up. Yep. I love when he goes and visits the X-Men mansion. I was, like, I was just thinking yeah. of that, yeah. And then the, those barbs to like the industry themselves, they were like, what? They couldn't afford to have more than two X-Men? I know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea, because that was a huge part of the comics, that he broke that fourth wall and he would talk to the reader. Right. And so you knew that he was going to talk to the viewer when they did the movie, too. Okay, yeah, and see, it, I didn't know it, that. it was so fantastic because you knew that, and he does that kind of like uh, Ferris Bueller's thing, Well, he'll just talk to the camera and then right. turn back to the action. And then talk to the camera. It's just brilliant. Yeah, right? and it can't work with a lot of movies. And I remember after that movie came out, people were like, "Oh, we need to make R-rated superhero movies." Yeah. Which, you know, some would would go well with an R-rated, but some of them not. Man, some I of think them Logan should be. Was R-rated? They, right? Logan was R-rated. It was, yeah, was freaking phenomenal. Was really yeah, it was really good. good. It almost made my list here. It was so good. I yeah. loved everything about it. Uh, and uh, but some of these men, you know, they they should be for kids. I mean, people forget right. that they uh, these were. Uh, kind of ten cent, originally ten cent, twelve cent books for kids in the yeah. first place, you yeah. know, and you don't want to lose any of that. But there's certain characters that you can kind of. Go for that, uh, the jugular when it comes to pushing the limits of, uh, sex and violence and yeah. swearing. And Deadpool well, does that. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Like, even the part where Colossus is fighting the, what's her name? Uh, the, the bad girl. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, and he hits her and yeah, she falls yeah. down and he's about to come and stomp on her and her, you know, boobs exposed yeah, They don't show it, but no, yeah, no, yeah, they yeah. and, and he
0: covers his eyes and yeah. he's like, oh, wait. No. Oh,
1: wait. No. You know, and then she punches him in the balls, which really pissed me off. I was off, thinking
0: but. more of the, scenes with ryan reynolds and his girl when they were doing those like sex-a-thons and and she put the strap on on oh (laughs) that's right i forgot (laughs) about that so that that was that (laughs) would be the part (laughs) that i would have a problem explaining to my kid oh yeah (laughs) i mean the swearing i'm sure uh, like when we were younger the swears weren't as kind of prominent as they are now, I'm no. sure in movies too. So yeah, it was rare. when we saw movies, we would hear one f word. remember I remember hearing uh, uh, Chevy Chase say, "Fuck twice in like National Lampoon's vacation. It was a big thing, right., uh, but that was even a rated R movie where they could have that in there. So yeah, yeah, it's heard everywhere, I'm sure in every household too. so yeah,
1: but Deadpool was great. man,
0: yeah, really fantastic pick there. Uh, <clears throat> so for my number five, and I had to toil over this for a while because. Part of me wants it's a it's a three-part series, and I did not care for the third part, so that was out of the picture altogether. Uh-huh. Now I love the first two of these movies, and I've really wanted to pick the first one, but man, the second one is so friggin' great, I had to pick. And I'll mention the first, and we can talk about that a little bit too. But Blade Two. It was oh yeah. So amazing, man. Yeah. And I don't know if you know who directed Blade 2 and it happens this is why a lot of it is great. It's done by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, is it who's, really uh Shape of the Water, yeah. who's uh, Pan's Labyrinth, who's Devil's Backbone, Hellboy 1 and 2. Uh Kronos was another great one of his first movies of a vampire movie with Ron Perlman that was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, but Blade 2 had a it had a, that he's got a certain stamp on his movies. He's obsessed with gears. He's obsessed with certain types of creatures and, uh, the occult. And you know, you're going to get that in every, uh, Glamo movie. And he just took what was already pretty awesome with blade yeah. and just took it to the next level, uh, with the different characters so uh, in there.
1: Remind me a little bit of which one blade II is because I've seen it a hundred times, but yeah. there's so many, you know, there's oh, the yeah, three yeah. of them and all that. And I, I just, I well, get a little confused. The
0: main premise with blade Two, and we'll mention some of the actors, uh, is, uh, this one had not only Wesley Snipes and Chris Gustafsson, who came back as Whistler. Right. This was the one... Maybe, actually, before I get to that, let me tell you a little bit of the premise. So, remember, it starts off with the guy going to the blood bank. Yeah. And uh, they... When they get him in the back, you realize, oh my God, these are vampires that work at the blood bank, and they're taking this guy's blood. And all of a sudden, the guy who's donating has the bottom half of his lip like That's opens right. up, yeah. And you realize that there's a new breed of vampire that right. even vampires are scared shitless yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, And so they're called the uh, uh, the Reapers. Yeah, the yeah. Reapers. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so basically, what has to happen? Well, you first we see Blade, who's still doing his normal thing, but he's looking for Whistler, who Whistler is kind of. I, I kind of uh, remember him being like hand solo fro- frozen in carbonite. He finds him at the beginning and he kind of, he's like immersed in water and he takes him out and he That's gives right. him like a cure to uh, um, to kind of get rid of the vampire. Um, it's like a tester drug that they give him to cure him from being bit. But his right hand man now is uh, Norman Reedus, who's like super famous for Walking Dead. Right. He plays yeah. Daryl in The Walking and Dead. Boon, uh, Boondock and Saints. And Boondock Saints, an yeah. awesome freaking movie, yeah, which we haven't that. talked about yet. Yeah. But uh but Norm we, Rita's really young Navy in this too. Day. Uh, how, yeah, maybe St. Paddy's Day. That's a good idea because yeah. there's several St. Paddy's Day movies I can pick. Uh we can compile, uh, or very Irish movies too. <laughs> but uh so what happens is a crew of vampires visit Blade and they're, they were, they've been training for like two years to kill Blade, yeah. but they realize that they have a uh, kind of the enemy of my enemy is my friend because uh, they have something bigger than them that they need Blade to help them do. And that's to, uh, to capture this kind of uh, new breed of vampire before right. it kills all the vampires and then moves to the humans.
1: Oh, I just remembered uh, that scene with Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, love that scene. Man, there's so many great scenes yeah. with him. So it,
0: you see the new crew that they come in, and, and some of the members of the crew we know, uh, specifically Ron Perlman, who is amazing in everything he does. And yeah. he's a Guillermo actor. He was the vampire from Kronos. Mm-hmm. And he, so he's been in tons of uh, more. He's been in more Guillermo movies than he hasn't, I think. Oh, really? Uh, because he's been in both, uh, both Hellboys. He was in Kronos. He was in Blade Two, And he might even have been in one of his other ones. I can't think. Um mm-hmm. uh, he was amazing at it, but Donnie Yen, uh, uh, you know, IP oh, man, right. yeah. was one of the baddest. He choreographed the whole movie. Really? You know, I didn't he choreographed know the whole movie and oh. he was one of the uh, vampires. So The other guys were just kind of unknown actors and everything, but they were phenomenal. They had a very unique look and they all had the Certain style to him and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I remember Ron Perlman, who's always got that strong presence and everything. He's, all, I listen to him on Twitter. He's one of the best kind of liberal anti Trump guys to listen to. And he, really? go, he goes off like a motherfucker on him, <laughs> like no holding the expl- expletives and everything. Yeah. So it's fun to like follow him and listen to him sure. kind of have his moments of rage. Uh, but he's like that in his movies too. You like, I remember uh, one of my. Favorite movies with him was Alien Resurrection. I was, uh, yeah, I was so amazing that in that. It was a very similar role. You I, know, I he love, plays that tough guy who I'm the king shit. Yeah, and you're not gonna tell me what to do. I'll right. do what I want to do. Yeah,
1: I love the uh, the basketball scene with Sigourney. Absolutely. Weaver, and I love yeah. when he takes the two guns and goes backwards he, on the and
0: ladder. he sees the uh, or, or when he comes back up and he sees the the spider. Yeah, <laughs> it shoots. Yeah. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so great. Yeah. But uh, he has that scene when he first meets Blade. He wants to come in as a badass, yeah. and Blade puts. up uh, explosive in the back of his head yeah. and uh, tells him that he's going to explode it remotely if he gives him shit. Yep. Every once in a while he'll light it up yep. and everything and you'll hear <laughs> it beeping and he'll calm down. Yeah. Some of the funniest stuff with him, like when they're in the club, that club scene was one of my favorite scenes. They all kind of uh, it's like pouring rain and they all kind of uh, Whistler and uh, Whistler's on top of the building and you've yeah. got Norman Reedus who plays Scud is inside the truck in the van, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, he's telling them what's going on via cameras and everything but they go in the club and it's a club just like the club from the first one mm-hmm. which was all van- techno club right. awesome music in the Blade movies too oh, yeah. I should mention that awesome yeah. techno music yeah. but they go in this club and it's all these kind of uh, reaper hunters that they've uh the dirty dozen you might say kind right. of that has been assembled to take out the reapers and they know this is where the reapers would go because this is where the biggest crowd of people to kill were right and uh they have great moments where they're they're killing them in the back room and then they eventually make their way out on the, on the dance floor and everything and it's just a fantastic scene but there's that great scene where ron perlman takes his gun and uh has like the laser scope and is pointing it at blade across the uh dance floor and this yeah. is all it would take was one shot and his, yeah bu- his buddy next to him kind of elbows him and yeah. points down and blade's got his own gun pointed to like his chest and yeah. everything. And you can, uh, Ron Perlman just, uh, mulls the word. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> really fun, yeah. man. Yeah. And it, violent. I mean, they, Galero kind of invented a whole new thing with those, uh, those mouths opening and, yeah, no, having, that was awesome. and like attaching itself to them and like yeah, it really like their whole entire neck yeah it was like, really nasty yeah and they had a great they end up capturing one which i always love this in movies where they can capture something and dissect it yeah and show all the, oh that's right they peel back the inside and they peel back the month mouth, mouth too yeah. and they realized that the front of his rib cage is like plated yeah. so you gotta get him from the side Yeah, uh, and then they also realized remember they have uh, Norman Reedus open the mouth and press down in the tooth and liquid comes out and they can tell that it's like it paralyzes people and everything and oh, yeah. the guy that played that head um vampire in that was really good and he was uh, the same guy that played that prince from Hellboy 2 the Golden Army you know that really mm. white faced prince that was the bad guy I think I do that, had, that. The, uh, had the he had the sidekick that had that fist that would come out of, of him the kind of really uh, ogre looking guy yeah, Um uh, it was a fantastic movie you haven't seen yeah, Hellboy I, I 2 only, I
1: only saw Hellboy
0: 2 one time I, I love both of them but the second one was way superior to mm. me than the first one really mm. really good they really nailed that second one uh but blade's one of those movies that uh that first one i watched a shitload too in 98 man it came out and uh i loved it from the get-go because blade was always one of those comics that i read growing up it, he was uh tomb of dracula is where blade came from oh really and uh tomb of dracula number 10 i think is his first appearance and uh everything from that first one was was kind of lore in the uh, comics like deacon frost was a major character Oh, really? uh, i have the first appearance of deacon frost who is wonderfully played by Stephen Dorff in that yeah, movie he did. really really good yeah. and that it was a lot darker you know the second one you think of is a mo- very similar to like alien and aliens yeah alien was darker and it was more contained and then the second one it was more action-packed right and it had was wide open and there were well, and there's a lot a of characters more comedy
1: in in blade Two. oh yeah know, with oh, the, yeah, yeah. with the relationship between blade and ron Perlman, absolutely absolutely know. there was
0: a little bit in the first one just between whistler and blade but there wasn't there was a lot more darker stuff you know you got to see his mom die during childbirth and then right. finding out that she wasn't dead and that right. deep and that's straight out of the comics man where he turned Blade's mom Mm -hmm. into a vampire and everything and it was really really great and that opening scene at the techno club with Tracy Lord's uh, Tracy Lord's the p- porn star is that blonde hair girl that takes oh, that guy that. into the club yeah oh and, wow uh, he takes that guy into the club and the, he just is having the blast not realizing it's a friggin' vampire yeah. uh, thing and then the, uh, yeah and then the uh, the sprinklers go on and it's mm-hmm. blood everywhere and yeah. it just turns into like this huge blood massacre, massacre yeah. <laughs> orgy and Donald Logue Donald Logue was awesome in that he was the one that uh, played Deacon Frost right hand man he's he's in actually in Gotham now he's the one who's like I got his pig sticker oh yeah yeah he <laughs> right. his hand around really funny yeah, guy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah, was in grounded for life which was a tv show yeah. that was on for a while and he was in gotham he plays one of the uh, he plays uh not one of the main bullock uh the main cop in uh, gotham and he's really good he plays a lot of different characters mm-hmm. but yeah i loved blade uh blade 2 II. blade 3 you know it, it had its scenes and i i did like ryan reynolds at times in it and everything but overall it just it didn't didn't do as well as no, the uh, yeah. for me personally as the first two. The first two I'd watch all day long, yeah. both both of them. And that third one, yeah, I could easily skip. Yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I would totally own it. Agree. I'd say that I own one and two, and I would not own three. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blade. If you haven't seen it, check it out.
1: All right, what you got for your number four? All right, so uh, number four, I'm going. Uh, I believe, correct my name if I'm wrong. It's uh, Batman Returns with uh, Christian Bale. Is that the right one?
0: Uh, they all have Christian Bale. The, well, the uh, second one. Oh, Dark Knight. Dark. Okay. Dark Knight. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Dark Knight was so good, man. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Man.
1: Uh, you know, and and again with that one, you're always going straight to the Joker character. Oh, yeah. You yep. know, and I
0: don't care what else happens in that movie. Heath Ledger was the king of that movie. He
1: could have. They could have made the entire movie yep. from his perspective, and I would have probably liked it more.
0: I loved everything in that movie, but every time that you knew the Joker was going to be on screen, you just got excited. Oh and, yeah, and yeah. Right from the get go, too. Yeah, and you didn't know what you were going to get because you had several people who had already played uh, Batman, and, and a lot of people loved a, a lot of the previous Batman. So yeah. every time, uh, uh, not just with Batman, I mean the Joker. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he's been played by Cesar Romero in the '66 Batman, and then you've got Jack Nicholson, and then you've got, uh, I mean, the animated one where Mark Hamill did the voice. You know, Mark I didn't Hamill. Know he yeah, did Luke that. Skywalker is no the voice kidding. of uh, the Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's awesome in that too, and a lot of people love that Joker. So it's. When every time someone's cast for Joker, you're like, oh yeah. man, how's it going to be?
1: Well, and I, uh, you know, and I feel bad for Jared Leto. I do. You know. The bar
0: was way too high. You're yeah. never going to come And But out.
1: luckily he lowered it for the next guy. Yep. And I'm still not
0: saying he did a bad job. And it might know? be, from what we hear, it might be Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, that's right. Which, yeah. man, if that's true, I really hope it is. Because it takes somebody who's a little off. Yeah. And he's a little and off in can, real life. He can get there. He can totally get there. Yeah. There's several movies that you can go back to and you're like, man, he's just not right, man. Mm-hmm. Seen the master, no, uh, with uh, C. Thomas Howell, not C. Thomas Howell, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, no, and it was it was it was loosely based on like the L. Ron Hubbard, the guy who uh, started uh, Scientology Scientology Uh and everything, and before he actually had started, and it was just kind of low level cult, Uh and he had a lot of followers with him and everything. That was basically what it was, right? And Philip Seymour Hoffman played L. Ron Hubbard, and uh, Phoenix came in as this really fucked up, weird, weird, troubled kid who who's. Got a lot of weird scenes in the movie, and it's, he was just played it, showing that he can just play that characters that's really off. Right. And uh, man, I'd love to see him as Joker. Yeah. Dude, I've had awesome. I've heard rumors of Martin Scorsese floating around it as what? a director too. And how what? insane that's an, would that be? Yeah. That'd be I wouldn't crazy. even crazy. I wouldn't even know what, what that would, would look like. I wouldn't yeah. know what the look that would look like. Yeah,
1: that'd be insane.
0: But yeah, why don't you tell us a little Dark Knight, man? Well, um, first scene. You know? One of the best bank robbery scenes ever. Ever. You know?
1: And, you know, whatever. They're robbing the bank. They're taking the money. And one by one, each robber kills the robber in front of them. That's
0: what they're told to do. They all think the Joker's all about fucking with people's heads, man. He really is that one character that... uh, you you don't want to work for because yeah. he'd kill you eventually. Yeah. He's you know, crazy. Well, he he really is he crazy. He wouldn't
1: kill you. He'd trick somebody yeah, else yeah, into yeah. killing you. But
0: you could never trust him. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. And right. Who can be with... He, he's a real sociopath, I mean, yeah. in every sense of the word. Yeah. And expertly played too.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, it boils down to, you know, the bank robber's standing there and he's like, okay, so I guess the Joker told you to kill me, huh? Yeah. He's like, no, no, I kill the bus driver. <laughs> yeah, He's like, what bus driver? Yeah. Boom, Boom, bus takes him out, you know? And uh, so, so basically now Batman has to deal with the Joker. Yeah. And he just, you know, wants to see Gotham City burn. Oh, man. And
0: it's just... Scene after scene with him, man. When yeah. he's meeting with the mob bosses, yeah. Yeah. or when he's uh, meeting at the pile of money that Burns. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, one, you know, one thing because you were talking about you didn't want to work for him. That that scene where. Michael J. White puts out the hit on spawn. the Joker. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Now, see, I know you didn't like that. I loved that movie. But well, I'm I, a big fan of the com- I'm a big you. fan of the comics too. And the HBO and series, yeah. Was oh, good too. the HBO yeah. series.
0: That's the real movie. The yeah. HBO series. Yeah. You want to watch Spawn? Watch the HBO series. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Really, good. that's the Spawn. And, I was. You know, looking and honestly, for. I didn't even
1: think about that. It, it wouldn't even have made the list, honestly. But it, it deserved a good mention. So there you hey. go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so. They bring him, you know, the, the head of the Joker in the body bag and they put him on the pool table and he's expecting him to be dead. Joker mm-hmm. pops up, kills him, and then they break the pool stick. Yeah. And they, you know, he says, oh, good news and bad news. Yeah. The good news is we've got a job opening. The bad news is there's only one. <laughs> oh, and he, yeah. You know, and he drops that God pool stick man. and those two guys who were probably friends. Yeah had to kill, you know what I mean? And that's the Joker. Yeah. Like, you know, so.
0: In the scene, man, when he puts that knife in uh, Michael J. White's mouth, just kind of all cockeyed and he tells that story, which he is, uh, is that the first time he tells the story or the second? Uh, I think Uh, it's the first. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's, uh, it's amazing that he he kind of tells that story about how he gets the scar, but he changes it every time, yeah. which is twisted, yeah. man. Because really, I really want to know which it's one it really is. disturbing yeah. that that you realize, man, you don't know who this guy is or no. what his background is, and right. he's just kind of floating in there and doing what he does, and he's so intense, and then he does that "why, Why so serious" yeah. line, yeah. and everything, and it, it like Michael J. White's like ready to just shit his pants. Oh, he's yeah. a big guy, too. yeah, no, and, and he'll beat the shit out of <laughs> yeah. somebody, you know, yeah. But it's yeah. It's so intense, and I, I love how – because I like Batman Begins, but Batman Begins, they kind of picked a piss-poor villain in it at, for Liam Neeson yeah, to play yeah, kind of Raja Ghoul. It, yeah. It's all right. I like the Scarecrow even a little bit better, and I did like parts where – and I didn't dislike Batman Begins. I thought it was good, but I thought the, the level they took it to on the Dark Knight it just hit on every cylinder where, oh, yeah. where it's hard to find anyone who uh, can find a flaw in the dark Knight compared to the other two movies that were out. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh,
1: I would say out of the three, it's, oh, the out of the three, it's definitely you know, the best. I, I mean, if it came down to it and they only released one, I would have wished that it was just that one. Did you like, know. you like the third one? I thought it was pretty decent. Um, You know, it could have been better, yeah. but um, I, I liked the Bane character. But again, that was from the Batman cartoon.
0: What's interesting is uh, that you mentioned that is, he was never in the comics that was created for the animated series really yeah he was created for the animated series I didn't know that and he was, he was uh, well played for sure by oh, Tom yeah. Hardy I way love better, Tom Hardy way better and than when they did it
1: with uh, when uh, what's his name
0: he was played before did they have yeah with Poison
1: Ivy when Uma Thurman played Poison oh. Ivy she created Bane. remember yeah. I don't remember he that had one. The Maybe I
0: blocked that he, one out. She had, yeah, no, that one was terrible. <laughs> that was so bad.
1: Um, no, he had the button because he had his suit, and she would hit the button, and he would get
0: all pumped up. No, i totally just go, forgot about Bang! that. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, man, I, I've only watched that like once or twice. Now, yeah, no, so it was so bad, of man. all the Batmans, yeah, that yeah, one was yeah. the worst. That was the Batman and Robin one? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, one was, that was the worst. And what's the other guy's it's name? the Batman with nipples. It's Val uh, Kilmer, right? It was the Val Kilmer one? No, it's not that. It's Clooney. Oh, Clooney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they, even the other one though. The one with Valcom was bad too. Yeah. No, no. I, I'd forgotten about yeah, yeah. that one. yeah. You know? So bad. Yeah. Arnold's one of Arnold's and I'm a big Arnold Yo, fan. Mr. Man. Freeze. Mr. <laughs> no, I, I can't hear him do that. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you know. But the problem I had with the third one, I think they uh they made it too big. There was so much with uh it was more like a Bond movie than anything else. That makes sense. And uh I I thought they could have really... The way they killed Bane off, too, it was just like an afterthought that they killed him, and I was like, that's it? And the way they tried to really force that Robin character in there, and I was... By the time they uh, that it was revealed that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was going to be Robin by Mm -hmm. the woman saying, Robin, that's a good name. I was like already rolling my eyes going like, oh, my God, this is so bad. (laughs) (laughs) But like you said, it was really hard that if, if that came out before Dark Knight... It's possible I would have liked it more too, but yeah. when you coming off a movie that's so strong, and it was and it in was every level that's yeah for sure, not just the uh, the role of Heath Ledger, but the script itself, mm-hmm. they nailed it. Oh yeah, and I think they just they seemed a little sloppy when it came to Dark Knight Returns with. Uh, with how things would be done, with like the uh that prison that they he got thrown at, yeah. thrown down and everything, and yeah. you were like, why aren't there people up top? Why aren't there? Uh, his leg healed super fucking quick, yeah, so his, he could he broke
1: his spine, didn't he? Like... <laughs> and
0: all of a sudden he's leaping from one side yeah. to another. I mean, and, yeah. Batman's a man; he's just a rich man with a lot of cool toys. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like yeah. he has regenerative properties. So, right. I yeah. mean, if he had been down there for years, I could see it, yeah. everything. But it, yeah. it just seemed they they did a lot of kind of far. Bond type stuff that I didn't yeah. Well, think I mean, it how long
1: did it take to get him to that hole, and how long did it take him to get back? <laughs> because they had that bomb going on, and I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that long. No, you know? it's it's crazy. Yeah. So,
0: and now they got a new one coming out though. the uh, The Batman is going to be the title. And I think it's the guy who did uh, the the two Planet of the Apes movies. So we'll see how it is. Uh, I don't know about we'll see that. See how one. it is. I I hope that Affleck doesn't blame him. I hope they go see. And I have to say.
1: I didn't mind Affleck as Batman. I didn't mind him. I, he wasn't fantastic, yeah. but I'm. But getting... I,
0: I want somebody where I'm like, oh my god, he's amazing. Yeah, well, you know. And I thought Christian I, Bale I don't, did there's that. There's too many. Christian Bale was good in The good. Dark Knight. And, you know? but I'm also almost sick of the voice too. You know. Oh yeah. What are you talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. I mean, but, I don't yeah. need to listen. to You do your Clint Eastwood impression. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I've heard rumors, and this would be amazing to me. Uh because I don't know if you know about the uh, one of the most well known best Batman storyline is Dark Knight Returns. Now we've got, and that's not anything dealing with the movies. It's mm-hmm. it's Batman with him being older. He's like I heard he's like fifty eight or sixty, and he's kind of given up, and he yeah. he doesn't want anything to do with it. And he meets this girl I, also in the series. Robin's not like a single person. There's like several Robins. There's like five different Robins. Really, Jason Todd was a Robin. Dick Grayson was a Robin. in uh, what do they uh, keep dying or something? Uh, no, there's just a, a lot of times in the comics they're all in the same room together. Really. Uh, and and they've just gone through different things. Jason, the, the Jason Todd Robin died. The uh, the Dick Grayson Robin became Nightwing, who's another character that huh. you hear about. But then there was a girl that was a teenage girl, and she was really good, and she was the one that was in the Dark Knight Returns. And it's almost universally known as one of the best comics ever written. It was written by Frank Miller, who did Sin City, who did a uh, uh, who did a lot of the Punisher run, and this was his kind of his uh, his best thing he ever did. And like I said, it's it's Batman, old and grizzly, and coming out. And yeah. the rumor is getting Michael Keaton to come back what? at the age he is now Damn. to play Michael, to play that Batman, awesome. as the Dark Knight returns. Batman, wow! And it almost gives me goosebumps even thinking about it because wow. oh my god, that would be friggin' amazing, Michael. I know I told you <laughs> to listen to this pod, so please do that. <laughs> please, for us. please do. Please, make, please make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, i i have nothing but good things to say about the uh christopher nolan's batman though because he took it to the next level too. yeah he no, really dark. did you know it, yep.
1: it was it was what i felt for that time and that remake process yep. it's what it
0: needed i to was be. excited to see him in the theater and i think i saw the uh the dark knight probably two or three times mm-hmm. and i still remember where we were when uh we heard that uh yeah. Uh, that Heath died too. We were on the set of one of our movies filming, and yep. brought the filming to a stop because it's one of those things. And it and he posthumously got the Oscar for it, and yeah. friggin' well deserved. No, he did. To make it even sadder, he uh, the, his kid was up there accepting it yeah. uh, with. Uh, uh carrie mulligan and uh it was just amazing you could see because at that time period he was pushing his body yeah to the limits yeah to be able to do what he did yeah and it showed oh yeah i mean it showed and there's a lot of actors out there that can get to that level that have problems shaking it or have problems dealing with it once you're there yeah and you could tell watching it that you're watching something special you're not watching Uh, uh, a regular superhero movie here
1: no, absolutely. You know, like, you know, the scene... Hell, just the scene when he blows up the hospital and he's walking away and, you know, and he's... <laughs> and, cluck, and he's cluck, cluck, done with a double click. You know? yeah, you know? it's so um, right. Yeah, and, and the scene where Batman's interrogating him, he says, never start with the head. It makes the person fuzzy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it just... God, his whole character was just...
0: And you should mention the... Uh... What was the guy who played Two-Face? He was really good in it. Yeah, I, I can't remember uh, his name. Damn, he was the guy from Thank You for Smoking. Yeah, that's a great uh, movie. I can't remember his friggin' name. Aaron Eckhart. Uh, is that Yeah, I think name? it's Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Uh, he was really good. And what disappointed me with that was... Why the hell did he have to die? He would, That is a main character yeah. to be able to just become him and then kill him Keep off in 20 minutes. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, There's... it literally was. That was probably my only bad problem with Dark Knight because I loved the, the putting those two characters in different places. You know, you put Maggie Gyllenhaal in one and then you put him in another and then you kind of switch them of where your girl is compared to who you're going to save. Yeah. And it was just brilliant how he screamed when Batman got in the room yeah. because you knew he went to the wrong place. Right. He was hoping that he would, uh, save his girlfriend, but yep. it didn't happen.
1: But, uh, and also they could have carried that through to the, third oh, yeah. one because remember the scarecrow was the one playing the judge. It could yeah. have easily been Harvey Dent. Yeah. You know, I mean,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Harvey Dent was an interesting character too, that they'd never explored just in that film. I mean, he could have went all over. So it's going to be very interesting to see what, uh, Matt Reeves, that's the director who that I think is going to do the new one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see what he decides to do. Yeah. So, uh, I'm eagerly waiting. (laughs) All right, so my number four here, and this was a movie that I grew up with and I friggin' loved it. Watched it, scared the hell out of me because I was probably too young to be watching it anyways. I was probably like eight or nine, and Uh uh, this was Wes Craven's Swamp Thing. Yes. Now, a lot of people don't even remember uh, not only Wes Craven like directing a... uh, a superhero movie but I didn't know that. uh that Swamp Thing and Swamp Thing is a superhero too. There was a great comic that I used to uh read growing up, Swamp Thing D C comic. And uh his first appearance was actually in House of Secrets number ninety two. If you can find a mint copy it goes for about like mint mint copy you'll be paying about fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred dollars for Holy it. Holy shit. Even man. a garbage copy, you'll pay three hundred and fifty dollars wow. for it. Yeah. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, even you get something that's just a cover and toilet. It looks like toilet <laughs> paper. You're still gonna pay two hundred dollars yeah. for it. So <laughs> it's a it's a very lucrative comic to own. Yeah, but this was one that has has had very a couple different incarnations too in the comics uh, and in the movie too. But. Uh, Really only Swamp Thing and Return to Swamp Thing. And the first one, they did it campy, and I loved it being campy because mm-hmm. I was that age. I was like eight or nine years old watching this, and this was a badass movie, man. It was, oh, yeah. it was fun, man. Oh, yeah. It was a no, fun I, movie to
1: watch. I, I, remember, I, I vaguely remember it. I remember it being one of my all-time favorite oh, movies, yeah. and I, I know I watched it with my brother all the time, oh, yeah. and, and we owned it. Yep. like We had it on VHS, so you know, we didn't have a lot of VHSs, mm-hmm. so the ones that we had... We were watching them all the time, you know, and that was one of those.
0: Well, the question is, you might be able to know this since you watched them when you were little, but there is actually a director's cut that's unbelievably hard to get where Adrian Barbeau is nude, uh, washing herself in the lake, in the pond, or in the swamp. There we go, swamp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, it's very hard to get. It's one of those out-of-print mm. ones that is worth, like, uh, like 200 bucks or something. But I had never seen it. I'd watched it several times, and people were like, oh, the, that nude scene. And I was like, this is not a nude scene. In that movie. I, I guarantee there's not a nude scene in that yeah. movie. And then, <laughs> then yeah. I looked up, like, clips and, like, pictures online. I was like, oh, shit, this a nude scene in no that movie. Shit. And they pulled it. It's only yeah. in, like, one version of it. So wow. I see it every once in a while, like, online going for, like, 100 bucks or something. No and I was kidding. like, man, I don't want to see it that much. But yeah. <laughs> it was really good. It, it, so the Swamp Thing... Uh, Tale kind of revolved around Ray Wise, who was a scientist working in the uh, woods with his crew. And you've got this evil, uh, kind of, I guess, fr- uh, philanthropist or just millionaire played by Louis Jordan, who's, uh, comes in at the beginning of the movie and he's actually wearing one of those great rubber masks that he that looks just like the person because they right. do a clever yeah. cut. Yeah. Or he's, it's that guy, actor, and then he yeah. pulls it off and he's like, oh my God, it's Louis Jordan. Yeah. Who played the bad guy in, uh, Octopussy in the James Bond movie I never saw that oh one. that was a really yeah, good one that was pre-me uh, yeah it was pre-me <laughs> <laughs> a really good actor in that movie too and he set the whole place on fire and uh, all the they had that great green glowing like liquid that yeah. was their special formula and everything and yeah. he, they were creating plants which on, would later uh, create the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah the ooze <laughs> <laughs> but he had dropped remember he dropped a, a little bit of it on like one of the wood planks and like a tr- like a plant instantly grew out of it and everything oh, so yeah. Realized that this was some like massive uh, new invention, so they blew up his whole place and him along with it, and uh, he gets all that green shit on him. He gets in the swamp and becomes Swamp Thing. Boom. Now, if you rewatch, it, it's clearly a rubber suit that yeah. wrink- wrinkles <laughs> up at the arm. Yeah, and I mean it's really really bad, but you kind of have to suspend kind of uh, yeah. belief on almost everything with this movie. But it is super fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, Adrienne Barbeau, who's a great actor, was actually married to Wes Craven and John Carpenter at different times. Oh, wow. Uh, so she had the best of both worlds there. Yeah, right. And so uh, she was really great. She played the love interest in it, but she was also kind of a uh, I think she was an undercover, like... Uh, uh, U.S. Marshal or something a like that because she she had a gun like on her though oh, okay. I, and there were times where she had to bust it out and everything before they captured her. Uh-huh. Uh, but then she ended up running into that little black kid that reminded me of uh, Dudley from uh, Different Strokes. He had those <laughs> big big glasses on it and he was there just for like kind of funny one liners and everything. Yeah. But uh, what ends up happening is Lewis Jordan. This was the stuff that I remember the most growing up. Was the bad guy gets the formula and he tries it out on his henchman. Remember the guy from Darkman, the bald guy from Darkman? It was yeah. one of the first masks that Darkman made to yeah, infiltrate yeah, yeah. Uh, his group there. Well, he drinks it and he becomes a little like pig. Uh, he becomes this little – and they use this little person in the role. So he just like – remember they, he gives him it in a drink while they're all having dinner together. Uh-huh. And he drinks it and he starts turning into a pig at the table. And then he goes <laughs> under the table and when he comes up, he's like a little person <laughs> with like the pig makeup on and everything. That's hysterical. And then he realizes that – uh that the uh whatever your kind of essence and soul is is what uh creature encapsulates you he he was kind of a uh a no good slob so he became this little like insignificant pig That's so hysterical. louis jordan's like i'm going to drink this and i know good stuff's going to happen Ugh. like it does with the swamp thing so he drinks it and he becomes like this first he's like cocooned mm-hmm. and this whole scene scared the hell out of me for some reason growing up uh and i'll mention more about this later on because there's another movie that kind of ties into it Anything that transformed into anything when I was really young, just Mm -hmm. scared. Werewolves. Anything that you could lose your identity at any moment. I'm Looking back now as an adult, that's what it was. Uh And when I was young, I was like, oh, shit, change it into things. It bothers me. (laughs) I I don't know what it was, but I think it's because it was like you're losing your personality, your identity, and you might never get it back. Yeah, and you don't Uh, have control. And you don't have control out of it. And so he drinks it, and he ends up cocooning himself, and he busts out to be like this kind of almost like massive warthog type creature that ends up fighting swamp thing with a huge sword and the yeah, swamp yeah. back and forth, and it's just oh man, it was just so much fun too. Campy, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> super yeah. campy. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I remember being a little kid and thinking that the movie was kind of cheesy. Oh yeah, yeah. but I it still, was very cheesy. Yeah, I, I even, the, uh,
0: even the even uh, the transitions in it are like. Uh, transitions that aren't regular normal quick uh straight cuts or anything it's like those comic books uh kind of uh frames uh-huh. and everything with the writing and stuff right, like that so yeah. it, it, it had a lot of that cheese involved in it though mm-hmm. but i loved it i even wa- i've watched the return and it was not that good but uh, yeah i remember seeing that. i'm one. surprised they haven't re uh done it because there's some of the some of those old uh at some point the guy uh damn who's the guy who did the watchman can't think of his uh, name the guy who wrote the watchman eventually took over for the writing for swamp thing and it became this like almost shakespearean like epic stuff that was really really fun to read when i was younger too huh. so there's a lot of great stories for swamp thing if they could actually figure out how to how to make it right do you remember they had the series on usa don't I yeah. remember the action figures? The no, they, action figures were great. They, They're probably from that series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They had
1: they had a series on TV. I oh, never watched that it. Now. Yeah. No. And it was if I remember. I mean, now I was ten, but <laughs> you know, I remember it being pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching several episodes yeah. of it. Yeah. That's interesting. I that's forgot awesome. I'll have that. to check that out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So what you got for your number three?
1: All right. So for number three, I'm going the Avengers.
0: Man, yeah. love that first Avengers movie. I love all the Avengers movies, but. That first one yeah. was just phenomenal because you good. saw all those characters together and some of them for the first time, like yeah. that Hulk. Up till then, you had only seen the Ed Norton Hulk, yeah. or you had seen the Eric Bana Hulk, mm-hmm. which neither of them were. Eh, eh, they that good, you know. I mean, you, Norton was. You, you, right. you thought Norton was was good until you saw Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, no, he Hulk. was great yeah. at it. Yeah, and uh, the same with uh, with Natasha uh, yeah. Romanoff. Yeah, uh, played. Amazingly by uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she did a great and job. She amazing scene. job, man. I love her and everything. I've and been I- watching her since she was super young, too, in movies, too, and I always knew she was going to be huge mm-hmm. uh, in flicks. And even uh, Hawkeye. First yeah. time we got to see Hawkeye. Yeah, that, I
1: mean, honestly, that was kind of like, I remember mentions of hawkeye and other stories yep. that you know i saw when i was a kid and stuff like that but that was definitely my first like encounter of like okay he's in this yeah. you know what i mean like
0: and i loved reading his comics from back in the day he's he's kind of the butt of most people's jokes right. uh and i would not be surprised that if he gets killed in the infinity wars oh yeah i, I would almost expect it to happen i think I, <laughs> I
1: think iron man's gonna die
0: i think iron man will probably die too yeah uh but all these characters aren't even living in the comics anymore. Yeah. They're right, all different yeah. people too, so... No,
1: I, I might actually cry if Iron Man yeah. dies. I can't lie. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I, I used to have the action figures. I may not have been, you know, into big comics yeah. and stuff like that, but I knew who all the heroes were, you yeah. know what I mean? So...
0: I still have I've, my Iron Man action figure, the superpowers one. Oh, yeah? The superpowers, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, the Avengers, man, I thought that was great. Love Samuel L. Jackson in that. Um, and... Let's see, so who it was uh, Thor's brother Loki. Loki, was the, Loki was yeah. a bad guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Eventually
0: became a good guy. Yeah, sort of. yeah, exactly. And I think that was mainly because the uh, the audience loved him. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, everyone loved him. Yeah. Women were obsessed with uh, with him anyways, <laughs> and so weren't guys to uh-huh. a certain extent. Yeah. Just, he was just that charismatic villain yeah, that you like to see there, you know?
1: Yeah, my, uh, and just skipping to the end sure. here, because I'm sure people have seen it by now, but uh, my favorite... Uh, Part in that is when uh, Hulk comes in and they're standing at Stark Towers and he's like, I am a god! And Hulk just slams Slams him back back and and forth. forth, He goes puny god yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? like... man
0: that that whole end sequence man was well, fantastic man, powerful yeah. powerful yeah it was good build up to
1: that you know all that was...
0: little stuff man even with the like the tesseract and turning uh hawkeye yeah uh and you knew they established that relationship that him and uh, romanoff had and you mm-hmm. knew she was gonna have to do something about it yep. and even uh the guy from um the guy that plays thor's love interest's dad in the movie, or was it? Yeah, was he the dad? Was I don't know dad? He was no, I don't the think the dad. dad. I think he was yeah. just a Eric, professor. Eric something. Yeah, he was uh, Stellan Skarsgård is his name, and he's mm-hmm. been an actor in tons of different stuff. He was the bad guy in um, girl with the dragon tattoo, and uh, mm-hmm. his son actually plays Pennywise. In it, that's just oh, really? kid know that. in real life. Yeah, his oh, other wow. son's the guy from True Blood. So I have a whole huh. family of actors there. No kidding. But I love that stuff with him just being like taken over and forced to build this crazy weapon. Yeah. Uh, but it. he loves it too because yeah. he's
1: learning all these things. And he has oh yeah, the idea that he's going to be killed. Yeah, you know. And so. that was
0: huge when that came out. That movie was massive. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, loved I
1: couldn't. It. I couldn't wait. As soon as it ended, I was like, yeah. Okay, can we go ahead and watch the other one now? Why? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I wasn't
0: as fan as much as the of the second one as I was of the first one. No, uh, I I agree. I really wanted to be bigger a fan than I was because that uh that Ultron character is awesome. It's an yeah. awesome character. Yeah. And I remember like losing my shit when I saw the trailers for it. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my god, and he's doing like the Pinocchio lines and shit like that. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my god, I said this is gonna be great. And it yeah. eh, it, it was all right. It wasn't it was. as good. Yeah. But Uh, Infinity Wars is going to be massive. Now,
1: is is that going to be like a three-series? Two-part. Two-part? Two-part, Just
0: to be able to see Thanos and all that. And that was the the end uh, credit kind of a reveal in the end of The Avengers when yeah. you saw Thanos for the first time.
1: Yeah, and then you've been waiting for him ever oh, yeah. since. And yeah.
0: Josh Brolin just looks amazing oh, as a yeah. man. That guy, how many superheroes is he playing, I man? Because was he's, a, he's, he's a, cable. cable, he was Jonah yeah. Hex. Yeah. He was Jonah Hex, too, which is a superhero oh, uh, character. Right. He was a comic book character. Car- or comic book yeah. character. Right, yeah. yeah. But, uh, he looks great as Cable. Yeah, oh, that new trailer too, man. Deadpool too. I'll be yeah. there that day. Yeah. That comes out. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, awesome. be really, really. Well, good. Let me know. We'll go check that one. Yeah, out. it's gonna be a good one. But yeah, the Avengers, man. That was one of those movies that you knew was gonna break every record that that came out, and at the time, I think it was the the top. Oh, uh, later. for a while. I think it's been broken now, but no, I'm sure. Uh, and it will. Be. I'm
1: sure Black Panther probably. Crushed oh yeah, it. yeah. Know, Black that's, Panther was that's like another one I can't million, wait to like see the too. First night or something like that, or first weekend, yeah. or
0: The hype was huge for that right before it came out, too, and I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, the Avengers, man. Well, to stay on that same kind of group of characters, I'm going to—my number three, and we can continue with all these characters, is Captain America. And there's so many Captain Americas to think of, but Winter Soldier is my favorite. Now, I did not care for the first Avenger, I'll be honest— uh, yeah, I like the stuff where he becomes Steve, the, the Steve Rogers, yeah, or the Captain when he becomes America. Yeah, A little tiny, guy. yeah. The, and, what yeah. they did to Chris Evans by taking the weight off with yeah. green screen and then having him do yeah. it, it was 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 amazing. But yeah. the Red Skull stuff and it wasn't, it just didn't hold as much. There was a lot of goofiness to it that I think happened because it was they were trying to do a period piece with it and right. everything. But the Winter Soldier, I. Oh man, Witcher Soldier was, could almost be my number one on a good day because it was there was so many great stuff in that movie. Oh yeah, man. dude, and it reminded me of like. Uh and it's it's weird because I I didn't like Batman because they made it more of a Bond movie, but I did like Captain America when they made it more of a kind of a Jason Bourne movie, and it huh. was very Jason Bourne like, where it was the the types of cuts and the uh, type of stuff going uh, on with the espionage and the stuff with Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. But what it really came down to is I love the stuff with Bucky and the, the Winter Soldier himself. Right. These these friends that were friends their entire life. Yeah, and the these this. Um, what uh, what's the evil group in uh, uh, Hydra? Hydra. Yeah. When Hydra kind of takes over Bucky and makes him this like brainwashed assassin. Yeah. It, which they can which can be rebrainwashed whenever down, they whenever down. they want. Yeah. And he's having these split elements. It's just like a tortured tortured soul. Yeah. That he is not only that he's doing these horrible things. He's got to do them against his best friend and he has no freaking clue. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes from any uh, superhero movie ever is Samuel Jackson locked in that car. When they're oh, on the street. Yeah. When the integrity's getting like lower and lower mm-hmm. and the car's talking. Yep, he's got the minigun and he's yeah. talking and he's like he's like, This is disabled, you have this left, the yep. the shields are down yeah. to like ten percent, they're down yeah. to eight percent. Yeah, and, that was an intense oh, scene. God man, And I those get, dudes are just
1: jackhammering uh, away with those guns. Yeah. Just out in clear public. Just, and how
0: it's smooth, like Samuel Jackson played it and everything, yeah. and then when he finally got control it led to this awesome chase scene yeah. and everything, and then yeah. him disappearing into the street. Well and that's when uh, the Winter Soldier shows uh, up, yep. you know. Yep, like, that's exactly what happens. Live. He throws that disc onto the ground and Boom, just flips, flips him over, car, man. Yep. Ah, I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, that huge uh, another one of my favorite moments is the elevator sequence with Chris Evans, oh, where it's yes, got all the dude. all the all guys. the Hydra guys kind of pile in there that mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't realize. Well, he realizes that point that all right, I'm gonna get taken out. Crossbones is right there and yep. everything. And uh, then he says, uh, "So you." What does he say? So, you, anyone like, want to get off yeah, or something he's like, like that?
1: So, I'm just gonna give you one chance. You know, yeah. like if you anybody want to get off, and just, boom, <laughs> and they boom. go at it. Yeah,
0: I mean, how they thought they were gonna take Captain America down? I mean, it in a, it's in got, a it's, six it's, by yeah, six. He's got room. the strength of like five men. I, yeah. I just Chris Evans is perfect for that character. Yeah, he, he plays it really. He well. wasn't as he was all right as Johnny Blaze in the Fantastic Four, but they yeah. could have done. He he doesn't. Uh, strike me as cocky as he does as confident and right. I think with that type of quality he's definitely fitted for Captain America and he's could easily be killed off and everything else in all these movies too man it's yeah, he's not invincible he's now, just strong and eventually uh, in the comics Bucky becomes Captain America at some oh, point really? so I don't know if they would go to that way now and but then Falcon becomes uh, Captain America at some point too really yeah huh. uh, so who knows now, where are they are gonna go with it was
1: he in the first one or he, or he was in that I mean he was in that one he wasn't in the first one he wasn't in the first adventure right yeah, yeah.
0: and that was a problem too because they didn't have a lot of those characters that uh, that Winters soldier had i mean winter soldier could almost have been an avengers movie because it had a well maybe not it had romanoff in it yeah and it it might have had a little bit of hawkeye in it i'm not sure but it uh maybe it didn't have uh it didn't have thor and it didn't have uh the hulk i don't think right but i mean
1: Uh, Civil War was
0: him and yeah, I oh yeah man Civil and, War was you know, all of them that was that, was, that was good and I love that because that was the introduction uh, of Spider-Man and Ant-Man coming. yeah that, him, that was awesome that, that whole I scene at the airport at the airport yeah that whole dude. scene at the airport man was so that was so, so great. cool yeah and at the, I love the beginning of the, the Spider-Man homecoming when you're seeing his point of view of that fight right. recording himself and then the stuff with John Favre in the background and yeah, everything yeah. are you filming this? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I that homecoming so much it was so great yeah that was really good do you remember the scene where uh, Michael Keaton has the, uh, has the moment where he's bringing him and his daughter to the prom together
1: yeah i i mean i do but he brings
0: him to the prom and during during that scene and this kind of just goes to how great michael keaton is while he's talking to him he realizes that he's spider-man that's right yeah and then you could see it in his eyes as he's looking in the rearview mirror and everything and he tells his girl to go into the uh the dance i just dance. want to have a talk with him i just want yeah. to have a talk with him and he's i'll kill you and i'll kill your entire family yeah, <laughs> yeah. man i just love michael keaton yeah so michael great. come on you got to come back on as uh Batman. seriously man because seriously. We, if anything, Josh Brolin has shown us you can cross over to different superheroes. Yeah. No one will care that you were Vulture. Yeah. Uh- you can even be Vulture in Spider-Man 2 which they're kind of setting up him being in prison and everything Oh, nice. he just plays a great villain and he yeah. plays a great hero man Yeah. and he plays a great mom yep he does play a great mom <laughs> so yeah Captain America Winter Soldier man super strong that whole scene at the end on the aircraft carrier just yeah. going down it's just or when Romanoff was disguised as the uh, the that older senator uh, woman and she yeah. just starts kicking ass yeah. on it that was you ever seen Logan's Run the old 70s sci-fi movie Logan's Run no. really great movie and uh, that woman who played the senator was in it super young. Oh, so they really? brought her back to play that character, and it was great no seeing shit. her like bust off and kick ass and everything and then pulled off the uh, thing and realized it was Romanoff. So cool. Hell yeah. So, all right, what do you got for uh, number two here? Number two, we're going through them quick, man. Yeah, um, it goes fast when Dave's not here. I know, right? Dave, you're slowing us down. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: all right, so number two, and this was actually a difficult one to, uh, to single out. Um, I'm going X-Men Days of Futures Past. Ooh,
0: nice. Yeah. Now, I told you before, I'm a huge X-Men fan, dude. Yeah. I I can see why you are now following the animated uh, features, too. Yeah. Those animated series were so great. And what was great about those, too, is a lot of the characters in Days of Futures Past were talked about in those animated series right like Bishop and Blink and all those characters and the Sentinels Sentinels big one Trask Oliver uh, uh, Trask Trask was the uh, guy who controlled the Sentinels and everything now the guy that's
1: the Uh, Game of uh, Thrones Game of Thrones yeah Peter Dinklage amazing he's really really good I love him um, so yeah, so X-Men Days of Future Past basically starts off in the future, um, and...
0: Sucker for time travel.
1: I know, dude, I, 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 you I just am, you I, know? I'm with you there, man. There's yeah.
0: something about time travel, maybe you just want it to happen, and the hopes that it will happen, but, ah, uh, it's yeah. just engaging, you know?
1: So, basically, there's only a few X-Men left. I think there's only a few mutants left at this point, and they're pretty yeah. much all together trying to fend yeah. off the Sentinels. Yeah. Um, so you have one that can see just a little bit into the future, right? And, yeah, and she can predict when the Sentinels are coming. That was
0: uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kitty Pride. Okay, yeah, see yeah. that's the thing.
1: I'm not super familiar yeah, with the yeah, names yeah. of that group. I you know, I am just a core X-Men. Yeah, guy. Kitty
0: is the one that was holding their uh holding that kind of mind thing okay. with him. Yeah. Uh, and Blink was the one that uh created the little uh, hole the little holes. Jump through. Yeah, yeah, and then Bishop was the big black guy. Right, yeah. Uh, but Bishop then the, was a badass. Yeah, he was too. a badass. And we've just been would play a great bishop. Oh, he would. You know, he really would. Yeah. But they're they're working with these characters to try to get him a little bit younger, which I, I completely understand because they're gonna try to they need to get a couple movies out of these people because i mean uh hugh jack was a little long in a tooth now and i mean that's why they kind of ended the logan one but even now he's be like well maybe Maybe i'll come back for a flashback for a flashback or something like that i'll be cool but they need to find a new one they really need to find a new uh freaking logan yeah and uh there's, there's someone out there who could do it but yeah go ahead so tell us what uh they have to do
1: so basically they have to send somebody back in time And, you know, nobody can really survive it because it'll just rip them apart other than Wolverine so they've and why is that because Wolverine has the you know regeneration powers oh yeah he's the only one that can survive
0: it oh yeah it's brilliant really oh yeah it's a really brilliant story yeah
1: absolutely and also by this point Magneto and Professor X are working together to try and save mutant and I should
0: mention that uh, the the comic book run when this happened is still one of the most famous comic book runs of all time I bet it is the Dark Phoenix Saga Mm -hmm. which is about uh, Jean Grey becoming Phoenix and then Days of Future Past those are the two and those were both created by the great chris claremont who's still at con circuits and alive and signing stuff and everything and he's he's amazing yeah and this was this was a two-part book series uh hmm. x-men 141 and 142 and it had an awesome cover the first cover was all the pictures of all the x-men in different squares with x's over them oh except shit. for the ones that were alive oh that's and, awesome. and it was just like logan and kitty pride and a couple yeah. of the other ones too so yeah
1: Um, so basically, you know, they realize that they have to do this and what they have to do is send Wolverine back and he has to make Magneto and the professor, right? They have to be friends. They gotta like each other. Yeah, even though they, they hate each other, you know, um...
0: Yeah, they got to explain to him, hey, if you don't, there will be no future. Exactly. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. So so basically, he has to go back and recruit the two of them and get them to work together. Um, also, who's the kid? It's not the Flash. The kid that runs... Oh, Quicksilver. Oh, okay, yeah, Quicksilver, yeah. yeah. And um,
0: so he recruits him. Oh, he was so well-played in this movie, I too. I thoroughly yeah, yeah. enjoyed yeah. that character. Yeah, and they, they did him differently. They had a... a in, the Avengers. He was in the Avengers too. You know, he was. Right. He's the brother of Scarlet Witch, and in uh, in the comics, and I think they've t- touched on the movies too. It's Magneto's son. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they did they did go to the end of that in the movie? Day, I couldn't yeah, remember. Yeah. If they on did. Days of Future yeah, Past. Yeah. Sure. But he just
1: didn't say anything. That's right. Um. And so, so basically, what they have to do is this is almost Terminator esque. Now it that you think about it, they have to yeah. go back and stop Trask Industries yeah. from creating the Sentinels yeah. because the Sentinels. Or even are Back to
0: the Future, man. It's just. Something happens bad in the past that you have to reverse. Right, exactly.
1: So uh, you know, so basically that's the that's the mission. And let's see, they they get Mystique, and yep. they have Beast. Beast. Um, yeah. You know, you got Magneto, you got Professor X, you got Quicksilver, you got
0: Wolverine, and is there anybody else? I think that's pretty <sighs> much it. I think that's it. Yeah, and it's during the time period of like. Uh, the 60s like when kennedy was president yeah, too JFK which was era. really great and it was also only about maybe a month or two after first class ended uh so you you kind of really went well with what characters uh would be of that age and everything so man it was really good the sentinels looked so great yeah man, yeah they were really, badass, really great dude. too and, a lot uh, of great action sequences. Like that that beginning scene, it really just start, starts out with, that's the perfect way to start this type of movie out. This is the dystopia that they have. Exactly. And it sucks. Yeah, exactly. And, and now we got to go back and uh, do it. And I love the idea of like Professor X really uh, explaining to Logan that I am kind of a hard-headed asshole. Right, That you're yeah. going to have to really convince. I need some pushing. Yeah, I yeah. need some pushing <laughs> and everything, but make yeah. me do it and everything. Yeah. So yeah. He, he's got a hard thing to do. Yeah
1: and, and you know and again I just I love time travel so much it just opens so many possibilities and and futures and stuff yeah. like that so I I'm were a sucker you, for that. Were you a
0: fan of the all, all the movies?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I love
0: yeah. number 2. Number 2 almost made my list. I love uh I love that uh Death Strike girl who's just like Wolverine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I love the showing of how the uh, Logan gets the animatium, animatium up in the, uh, in into the, himself, into himself, being yeah. submerged, submerged in that thing. I yeah. love watching, uh, I love watching Magneto in the plastic prison, and Rebecca yeah. Jermaine Stamos injecting uh, lead in that guy's ass, yes, <laughs> so that Magneto can pull it out. Oh yeah. my God, that's just so brilliant. Yeah, dude. I it is. mean, it really great. is really smart. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I like the first one, but the first one was was really short. you know you' introducing a lot of characters and before you knew it was over and I think that was a lot of other people 's complaints on that that it was that was way too short right. and the second one really branched out, and the third one they blew big time it was Brett Ratner did it, and Brett Ratner. He did the Rush Hour movies, and, and that's about the only good thing that he ever did. And he really kind of screwed the pooch on that one. See,
1: I really, although I was a huge fan of the Phoenix Saga, yeah. and I too like was like, "Are you serious? This is all you're going to do for the Phoenix Saga? Like yeah. this needs its own like two or yeah. three movies." But I I loved the part at the end where Wolverine had to try and kill Jean Grey. And, mm-hmm. You know, he's walking up to her and she's literally trying to just take him apart, and yeah. he's just growing back. You know, like.
0: And we'll see it done well though, and when we see it done well, it'll be one of those things that'll be an afterthought. That third one, you'll be like, oh man, that's yeah. It kind of really concretes it as because it was a beautiful, beautiful story that was had a lot of mist. Yeah, kind of opportunities Oh, absolutely. There. They, and they, like, there had some moments on it, but not enough for me to ever watch it again. <laughs> like Kelsey Grammer's beast, yeah, it was awesome. I love. it was Kelsey great, Grammer's man, beast. and yeah. I thought he was awesome. And he should have came back for the future movies too, but uh I, I wish he had, but he hadn't. Well, and uh,
1: he, you know, he made the appearance in Days of futures Past. Yep. Um, yep. You know, so
0: and I even like the Wolverine. Wolverine, uh like we said, the Wolverine Origins one had its moments, but Wolverine uh, Two was really good. I thought. With that, uh, that silver samurai. Remember, yes. it was all in like yeah. Japan. It yeah. was pretty I good. That one was really good. Yeah. Actually. I just like seeing Hugh Jackman and no, Logan. Man. I do too. You know, you know yeah. Just,
1: I, I, if, if, if they continue that, if he does another movie stuff, I'll see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's, it's Logan, just, man. I,
0: I love the scene in Logan where, uh, Steve Merchant played Caliban, you yeah. know, the really pale guy. Yeah. yeah when I he's know. going through that thing in the, uh, uh, in the hotel room, and Logan's trying to get up to the hotel while he's like making everybody. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's having a seizure. He's having a seizure, yeah. and uh, uh all of Professor like X is Vegas and, or yeah, something like and that. And Professor X is losing it. I love that yeah. the old crippled Professor X. Yeah, oh,
1: so much fun, man. Yeah, yeah, just that whole series, yeah. man. It was great.
0: All right, so my number two here. This was a movie I grew up with. Friggin' loved this movie. I watched it super young, and I was obsessed with all of them. Was the original 1978 Superman? Yeah, I love Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve is one of the was one of the greatest human beings uh, who ever lived. I <clears throat> followed him through his other movies, and I even went to uh, he had a speaking engagement here at UF. That oh, hey, really? some When he was in the wheelchair? Yeah, it was sad, sad as hell to watch. Yeah. Uh, but and he he got like the the bum rap like you wouldn't believe man he was such an an amazing human being and just to get thrown by that horse and be paralyzed and just not giving up and now he's like the face of uh stem cell research and just fighting and continuing to fight on and then his wife ended up uh, dying shortly after he died it was just a sad events but when i saw him speak he was just talking about reach your goals, you know, don't give up. And he yeah. says, look where I am. And uh, he says, you can never stop fighting and you've got to kind of push the uh, the boundaries for health reform and all this different stuff. And he was just a great guy, man. Yeah. And he was, back in the day when I was like, this came out in 78, I was born in 75, so I probably didn't see it until 80, so I was probably oh, five yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. But it was just amazed me. Mm-hmm. It really was. And this was, you You think about what superhero movies were before this, there was nothing. No. It was garbage, man. Maybe, there was nothing. Maybe
1: the Hulk TV series.
0: Yeah, there was some, there was the old TV series, but as far as movies yeah, go, Yeah, oh, I bet. Yeah. I think there was I mean, it might have been the one man, of the first DC the, ones. I bet
1: you that was a huge release when it came out. Yeah, you know uh, what I mean. It was like, massive, man. Yeah. Because
0: Richard Donner did it. Who went on to do Lethal Weapon? Went on to do Goonies. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that he has done since Superman was amazing. And I mean, he made a guy fly. Yeah. You, you didn't. There was no technological kind of digital effects that we have now. They had him on wires, and they just made it work. Yeah. And you believed it. Yeah, no. They, and a they lot of that was off. because of Christopher Reeve. Uh, because if you believe anyone, can kind of step in there and put the suit on and be Superman. But to be able to play Clark Kent is even a harder uh, kind of – thing and it always amazed me I was like it's it's just Christopher Weave with glasses I know right yeah how's this fooling you guys (laughs) no one knows him you guys work with him yeah (laughs) every day and then he just disappears
1: (laughs) when something goes wrong in fact you guys are really dicks (laughs) (laughs) you You guys are journalists people read your news Uh, and the
0: great Margot Kidder was in that movie man and I love the stuff with her like when she uh, that remember the helicopter accident where uh, she falls off the building and he has to go up and catch her and he's he's holding the helicopter up with one hand he's holding her up and yeah he has that great line where he's like uh uh, he's like, don't worry, I got you. He's just, and she's like, uh, you got me. Who's got you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah and uh, right. man, the Lex Luthor. Let's talk some Luther, man. Oh, because yes. Gene Hackman and Ned Beatty as Luther and yeah. his little sidekick there yes. were just so fucking funny, man. Absolutely. And just ruthless. I mean, you really got the idea that Gene Hackman uh, knew this character. He was charismatic, but he was kind of vicious and didn't care about people and just wanted to, to watch the world burn almost as much as the Joker did he just did it from his kind of lair and everything and that was very similar to like the bar was really high for a ledger after that with me it was Gene Hackman as Luther man I'm sure it could be done well but man I think he nailed that Yeah, the comedy and that and uh, Ned Beatty following him around hey Mr. Luther Luther." What what was his name? God uh, Otto? Otto. It there was auto? Yeah, it okay. is Otto? Yeah, it is Otto. And he's got the great one from number two when they're escaping from jail and they yes. use the holograms and everything. He's pulling the, the hot air balloon down yeah. there. Uh, yeah. I love the first three. I've actually got a really interesting story about number three to tell. Oh, really? So number three, and uh, I've only seen number three three-quarters of the way, th- uh, 90% of the way through once. And the reason because of that is uh, when I was super young – I went and saw it in the movie theater with my mom and my brother. And we made it all the way through the movie, basically, to the very end. Uh-huh. When that woman got sucked into the machine and be- she became a robot. Remember, it transformed. it be- The metal kind of fused to her face and she literally turned into a robot. And she came out of the machine and she was shooting everybody. And that was the kind of end sequence and everything. But like I said earlier, that I was deathfully afraid of anyone transitioning and losing their identity so I started crying my eyes out in the theater oh, what happened no. and my mom's like do you want to leave you want to leave and I was yeah. like yeah yeah I need to leave no and uh, credit to my younger brother he, he didn't say a thing yeah and we left the theater and I had been scared shitless of it and I just have never got a chance to watch it really and then I was on Twitter the other day and people were like what is the most horrifying scene that what well, from your childhood yeah and someone uh, put the clip on there and I no was like shit. holy shit yeah. <laughs> the Superman scene and I looked at the thread and everyone was scared shitless of it and I was no like kidding. it's not just me oh wow I said I left that theater crying Jeez. I bought it two weeks ago oh yeah I haven't watched it yet oh wow but I'm gonna watch it and I'll, I'll come back and I'll remember I'll uh, recap That's my awesome. uh, Superman 3 because yeah for some reason it, it, it bugged me see for some reason I can't remember Superman 3 it's Richard Pryor it's the Richard Pryor one
1: Maybe I never saw
0: Oh that. wow. Yeah. I don't even know that Richard I Richard Pryor was uh he was doing like a scam that was similar to the uh the office space scam where he was putting uh an extra two cents into an account and everything. Yeah, that was, it was the same scam. That's where they got that scam from. An Office Space was from Superman Three. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, crazy. And they even mentioned it in Office Space, so it's funny. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like the same scam from office, Superman Three. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's cr- I don't think I ever saw yeah. that one, man. And it was funny. It, it wasn't as good as One and Two. One and yeah. Two were One and Two I were, knew were phenomenal. For a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those were they had the great uh, Zod. You mm-hmm. know, the three guys. Remember we mentioned mentioned that Emil Muzz and, yeah. and the Dragon yeah. character and that that lady too. I've seen her recently in uh, other stuff too that played the other uh, she was kind good. of uh, she was awesome yeah. all three of those guys were, her were. Yeah, <laughs> all, all, all three of those guys were like really vicious I yeah. love on two when they came to earth and they didn't know what the siren one what, what is that annoying thing and they like blow the siren up right yeah. I love that they were like we got to see like the villains of Krypton who kind of got away just because they were imprisoned Yep off into, like, a thing while the planet exploded. I mean, that's genius. It's like they're really thinking ahead for the second one. That second one's an interesting one because Richard Donner... uh the uh, the execs there at Warner Brothers took took the movie away from Richard Donner at the end of it. Really? And they wouldn't let him release his own cut and released a completely different cut. And it's the what? version we saw. It's yeah. the version we saw. And just about 10 years ago or 15 years ago, they released the Richard Donner cut. No and, shit. And uh, it's, it's like a totally different movie. No and kidding. It, and it's, I wouldn't say it's... It, I might have said it was better if I didn't grow up with the other one. Right. Because I have memories of the other one. Yeah. Uh, but he was able to put the stuff in there. There were scenes with, with Christopher Reeve and Margot Kidder that, that were uh, from the, uh, from the uh, what do you call it, casting sessions that he was able to work into the movie. What? Because they had them in the same outfits, in the same room, and it just happened to somewhat blend yeah. uh, with it. So he has some of the casting session things no in there just shit. to be able to piece together the version that he wanted that he wasn't wow. allowed to make. So it's really interesting to watch just as a... Uh, kind of a a cool thing if you go and watch the second one that we if you go revisit the second one and then watch the richard donner cut it'll be fun to check out so yeah i just loved it the music i own the lp i play the music every once in a while that's a song i hear the superman music or uh it just gives yeah it just gives me goosebumps absolutely
1: and it's an orchestra you know what i mean like
0: so good yeah and uh just the scene at the end of when they all end, and he goes up in the space, and he does that loop that goes right in front of the camera, and he turns the camera and smiles. Yeah, my my uh, wife for some reason, find something really creepy about Christopher Reeve. And every once in a while, she'll say something to Ryder to me and I'll snap at her. I was <laughs> like, you shut your mouth. <laughs> don't nobody be saying yeah. that's bad about Christopher I, Reeve. I, nothing that usually sets me off. Yeah. But you make fun of, don't you make fun of Christopher Reeve yeah. in this house. <laughs> He's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny, but Yeah, that's good shit.
0: Yeah, so Superman, man. Always, yeah. always a good one to revisit. Had to make the list no matter what. All right, so number one
1: all right what so you got num- man number one now this is funny because when you and I were talking about this earlier the week, earlier in the week I told you I was gonna pick the Punisher mm-hmm. and you came back and was like oh I don't know if I can handle the John Travolta one so for y'all out there <laughs> I agree so we're going taking it back the
0: ass clown will not be spoken <laughs> except for that
1: what is, yeah what is it uh, he who will not be mentored he will not be mentored <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: so we're taking this one to the Dolph Lundgren Punisher Ugh. with Lewis Agassiz Jr. in it.
0: 1989.
1: Yeah. Was that what it was? 89. Yep. Yeah.
0: And you know, I looked up the, uh, when I was looking at list of superhero movies, I looked up uh, Wikipedia mm-hmm. and uh, they had the DC uh, run. This was only the third DC superhero movie ever made. Really? Yeah. 1989. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so weird. And I know they remade it, but I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> right.
1: So, you know, uh, we got Frank but, Castle. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, the... Uh, That Netflix show is awesome. Have you seen... You haven't seen any of it? No. John Bernthal is amazing. See... (laughs) He is amazing.
1: I'll explain. So I don't get to watch much TV. I live... Like Dave, I live out in the country. And the internet that I think that both he and I have, you have limited amount of data. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once that data runs out, you can go to a website and scroll, but you're not watching any videos. So, you know, I I might be able to watch like three or four episodes of something every month. So, you know come out to the country, people. It's, it's great. <laughs> well,
0: it is It is phenomenal, and he does an amazing job because they really do it as someone who has PTSD. Oh, really? And, uh... Uh, and they usually the people who play the Punisher aren't that bad because I've seen there's been three of them really so you've got Dolph Lundgren yeah you've got Thomas Jane mm-hmm. and then you had Ray Stevenson who played the Warzone one which I actually liked that one a lot I thought the Punisher Warzone oh. that was the one where Newman from Seinfeld was his was his sidekick oh no I yeah it was actually really, really really good yeah huh. uh, and it was just a whole and Ray Stevens was uh, you've seen him in a couple of different movies he was in Rome the series but I know you've seen him in movies before and he, he played a really good Punisher mm. but I Dolph Lundgren was great and this was coming I don't know if this was before or after Masters of the Universe it must have been after uh, I don't know but I think
1: it might have been before I mean that's, that's maybe uh, so this one was- Masters of the
0: Universe was one of the worst movies ever made and really? I and I love I, I love Masters Universe and I try to revisit it and there are parts of it that I like, but man, there's so many silly parts in it that you uh you forget about until you rewatch it and you're like, Man, this really yeah, this really doesn't hold up as well as you think it does. <laughs> I, I love how Skeletor looks and Well, wow,
1: Masters the Universe was eighty seven. Eighty seven, so, so, so it was after.
0: So it is lucky like he got work after it. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah no, I can agree with that. Although uh, I
1: did like that movie, it was cheesy as hell. Yeah. Like, and,
0: and for a certain extent, so was the Punisher, but the Punisher was fun. Yeah. I mean, it was really, really good. And that, that whole story of Frank Castle is is kind of a, a, a genius one. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, kind of Frank Castle?
1: So Frank Castle was a detective and uh, I guess he investigated the mob um, and yeah. he got into investigating Victor Franco mm-hmm. and uh, Franco decided to have him killed. But he killed his family mm-hmm. instead, and he also got away with it. Yeah. They, they, they let him off. So don't
0: I don't kill an ex war veteran who has PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> family. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> cause he encapsulates the anti-hero big time. Oh yeah. You were rooting for him to kill people yeah, because well, he he's he stuck to killing mobsters. Right. So, I mean, he had a code, so right. you were, that always allows it to be all right. You know? But, yeah. Yeah. I he, mean, when it comes right down to it, he's a murder scumbag. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but, yeah. No, I,
1: I think they said in the movie, he kills 125 people in five years. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, man. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> Bad or not. Yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. lot of people. So, um, so yeah. So, they try and kill him. They kill his family. And I guess, I don't know if he faked his death or if they just never found his body or never
0: found Yeah, him, I don't but- think he faked his death. I, oh, maybe... I don't know what they They uh... must
1: have assumed that the mob took them because yeah. it shows him covering his wife. Yeah. You know, when the people are coming in. Mm-hmm. So I guess they assume that the mob took the body yeah. and, you know, dumped it somewhere else. Because everybody says Frank Castle's dead yeah. except for Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, who knows that the Punisher is, you know, Dolph Lundgren. Um, another really cool character in that movie is the drunken sidekick yeah. actor. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he's he's useful and also gets taken hostage, and it's one of the first people that he shows that he actually cares about. And the,
0: several times in the comics, too, he's had those type of normal citizens that he's had used help him. Mm-hmm. Even in the new series, he has somebody making his armor for him and doing stuff. Right. And... Uh, and like I said, in Warzone, you had Newman doing stuff for him, which That's was so really awesome. fun, man. Yeah, yeah, you should check out Warzone, yeah, man. To, it's it's, it's good. I haven't that, seen yeah. it in a long time, but I remember really liking it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and a lot of times the, the villain in a lot of the old comics was the Kingpin who mm-hmm. who is the villain in the Daredevil series because technically Punisher started in Daredevil season 2 on Netflix and that's when he was really amazing there's a scene I'll sh- I'll send to you I know I can find it on YouTube okay. where he uh, kills a whole bunch of people at this diner which is unbelievable it's like when he he like officially became the Punisher in my mind uh-huh. watching the scene in Daredevil right. 2 I still haven't watched the whole thing of the Punisher's solo series right now but um mm-hmm. uh, I should mention, too, the, uh, do you know who the villain is in uh, the Punisher, the one that you picked, the uh, 89 I mean, one? I don't know. His... He's the bad guy from The Fugitive. He was the one that screwed over Richard Kimball. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Richard Kimble's he was the other doctor buddy. that had the, he would the investment prov- on the on The Provasic. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He was also one of the Bond villains. He was a Bond villain in uh, Living, uh, No, uh, The Living Daylights. So, yeah, he was kind of I the go-to guy. Really He's a him, Dutch yeah. actor. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen it. There's only like two Dutch actors I've ever known about. (laughs) And he's one, and the other one is the girl who plays uh, Jean Grey, Famke Janssen. Mm. Uh, She's super famous and she's probably i've talked to many dutch people when we used to hang out with a lot me and dave used to live at that la mancha Uh where a lot of the dutch uh foreign exchange students uh, lived and i dated a couple of them there and Uh uh, so did dave and he had gone over there and she's like a friggin she's like tom cruise over there oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) she can't walk down the streets yeah yeah.
1: but uh yeah so um Lugosic. Yeah, Lugosic yeah. Jr is his best friend and then you also have the mob aspect going on and the yakuza are moving. The yakuza, in, yeah, man. Are, you know, are moving in on the mob. You put the yakuza in any movie I'm already in. Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they end up stealing 500 kilos or 600 kilos of coke from the mobsters, then kidnapping their children. And they tell all them, the
0: mobsters' children. Yeah, that all is, the
1: mobsters' children, and they tell them like we're holding what, them for ransom. What part of this sounds bad? I know right? <laughs> this is totally nothing fine. will go wrong. Yeah. um So then they uh, they say that they're holding them for ransom and they have to pay the money. So the mobsters come to pay the money. Everybody but Victor Franco, and they set them up. And everybody in the restaurant is working for them. And everyone mm-hmm. has a gun. And you know they're like, go ahead and kill us. Well, they didn't need to kill them because they poisoned the champagne. Like mm-hmm. They didn't even need to fire a bullet, you yeah. know. Um, that
0: late, uh, that uh, main uh, Japanese woman, was, yeah. she was badass. She was a badass. Yeah, yeah she really was.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, let's see. So, Victor Franco, oh, also, she's going to, since she killed all the mobsters, she now has all their kids. She was going to sell them all in the slave trade. Yeah. So, that's what kind of woman she was. Um, so basically Victor Franco goes and finds the Punisher, right? Yep. And tells him like, listen, you got to help me get my son, you yep. know? And I think he holds him a gunpoint. Oh no, he has Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. And he holds him hostage and mm-hmm. makes him go and help him.
0: And then he, so they were like working together for a brief period. Yeah. Him yeah. and the mobster. And then right. he like turns on his yeah. ass, man. Yeah. So like a scumbag, I you know? You, know? you didn't have to do that. Asshole, dude. I mean, you could have just let him go. Yeah. And that, you know, <laughs> I have a feeling like... Frank probably killed him later on. He ALS, would have but... killed him later on, but I think it might have
1: been a while. Like, he yeah. might have given him another year. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, because he did save his life. Remember when yeah. they were in the hallway, uh, the guy was going to be able to shoot uh, yeah. Dolph Lundgren, and he took him out for him, you know? Yep. So...
0: Then uh, uh, his kid had to witness this whole thing you were almost wondering if they were like kind of setting it up for his son to come after the Punisher in later uh, movies but they never did well, Never did another Dolph one no And but
1: he says you know because the kid takes the gun yep. and he's holding him and, and he says good go ahead and pull the trigger and he says maybe then you won't end up like him yep. you know so he gives the kid the choice and the kid doesn't do it yep. and then the kid ends up giving him a hug and so the kids what See what happens. Yeah, I don't know. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a shame they didn't make a second one of those. I would have loved to seen it. No, I, I, thought, I watched it when it first came out, and I loved it. I thought it was great.
1: I thought Dolph Lundgren did yeah. a great job. You know? And
0: the second one with Thomas Jane, I thought Thomas Jane himself was good. But yeah, mm. fucking... As clown as the kingpin. <laughs> uh, have you seen any of the footage of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as the kingpin? Uh, no. he, because he's the kingpin in the Daredevil, and he's oh. so friggin' amazing. Oh, really? Looks just friggin' like him, and he's like vicious, vicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those first two seasons of Daredevil were really, really good. There's a lot of the Marvel shows I don't watch. Some of them I do. There's just so many of them now. Right. And uh, that Iron Fist, I, I watched a little of it, and it sucked ass. I watched a the, few of them. The Jessica else. Jones was real good. The Luke Cage was awesome. Yeah, I heard Luke Cage. Uh, I loved really Luke good. Cage. I love Jessica jones so mm-hmm. i watched probably most of them but yeah i couldn't get in our iron fist and uh i haven't got all the way through punisher yet but I, what i've watched it's amazing he just really for someone who's a punisher fan like you i think yeah. you would appreciate it but Hell you don't yeah. watch uh walking dead or you've, you've watched any of it Do you watch any of the first season I've, I've watched two episodes so you know shane though i don't know which one he is he was he forever. was the other cop that's friends with rick who's, oh, a, who's like, ends uh, up he was with his wife yeah, yeah before yeah, that's yeah. the punisher Oh really? Uh, yeah, that's John Burnthal. Oh, no really amazing. He yeah. was great in the... Uh, you ever seen the tank movie Fury? Yeah. With Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. one of the guys in the tank. Oh, okay. Yeah, really, yeah, really That good. was a really good movie. Yeah. He does oh. a lot with not saying a lot too. He kind of expresses that I'm disturbed and you want to not be around. You don't me. want to know what I have yeah, to say. You don't want to be around me. Yeah. I if I tell you, you I have to kill yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one, man. And that's that's one that is uh I guess we could call that a classic justin pick because uh because there's a lot of people that would not even mention that movie yeah and uh, i appreciate it because i it was always one that i loved and punisher was one of my favorite comics that my cousin got me into that one that i'm staring at right now on the table that punisher number three I, yeah, that you got there that's awesome. it's, uh it, that cover there man This screams the punisher that i love and uh, remember from back in the day and there's yeah. so many different incarn- incarnations of it too even in the comics because there was the first Punisher is in Spider-Man 129, one of the most valuable Spider-Man books. Once again, if it's if it's in mint condition, you're looking at maybe $1,200 Holy shit. Uh, for it. Even in, in shitty condition, you might be able to find one for a couple hundred dollars, but it won't be worth a whole lot other than that but Mm -hmm. it's something that always goes up in value and uh he ended up having that was a part of a limited run series that frank miller did the same guy who did uh that darker knight returns and sin city then he went on to punisher war zone then he did his his own series again there's been a lot punisher's been around for a while so it's one of those characters that everyone seems to always are Willing to watch and willing to root for because he kind of protects the innocent and takes out scumbags. Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. Take out the trash. Dude. Yep. Do what you do. You and know? they had it
0: coming, man. You know, you killed yeah, his family, yeah, dude. I know, right? What do you think? That's he's what just going to let you get away yeah. with that? Like... Now, going into that, talking about somebody's who had to see their parents be killed or their family killed. You got my number one here. This movie was huge to me. Uh, for several different reasons and this is 1989's Batman yes I love Michael Keaton's Batman I love Jack Nicholson in this movie yeah this was huge to me because in 1989 I was still going to Christian school and I was not allowed to go see movies oh, really? and I I was in 1990 we got out of the Christian school and immediately that summertime yeah I, I saw that first movie in May the two weeks before I got out was the Back to the Future 3 mm-hmm. and then from then on I watched everything yeah. uh, <laughs> like everything I could possibly get my right. hands on at the theater Theater, I would go and see. Yeah. Uh, and it pissed me off more than anything that all my friends were going to see the Batman movie. Right. My, uh, Dave was going to see the Batman oh, movie. He went and saw it man. without me. Uh, so I went out and got the book. There was a book, the, like a novelization of the movie really? that came out, which, and uh, it was phenomenal. So I had read it before I had seen it, so yeah. I, I knew what was going to happen, but I was so it was almost like an exact replica of the movie too, really, because it was done specifically off of the movie too. Right. I don't think it was something that was written prior to the movie that yeah uh, came out. So that was another uh,
1: one that was a huge release oh, when it came huge, out. huge, huge, you know, and
0: I, it was a huge release when it came out on video. Oh because yeah, because when I came out on video it was one of the most videos were super expensive at that time unless you were getting them at the video store wholesale mm-hmm. but this was one that had a special that if you pre-ordered it you could get it for like 20 bucks and oh, i had nice. pre-ordered it like four months ahead of time uh-huh. and i was there at like 10 a.m when the store yeah, opened like, <laughs> come on let's go i was already giving you my money yeah. just give me my coffee <laughs> and i went home and i think i watched it that first day probably three or four times uh-huh. it was just so
1: amazing man. another one with an awesome theme song to it that yes. mm-hmm. you know. Yep, what I mean? Danny was...
0: Elfman who did almost all Tim Burton's, if not all Tim Burton's movies were scored by Danny Elfman. But then you've got the the Prince album too. Yeah. Absolutely. I had both. I had the Prince album and I had the score. Oh and really? I would listen to them both. That's awesome. And uh yeah man it was just before that you had nothing, you know, and he got a lot of slack. Like a lot of these actors now when people hear that who gets cast, you know, oh yeah. And uh they get a lot of slack and at this point Batman had been Mr. Mom, you know? He did Mr. Mom. He did Clear and Sober. He did some minor ones. I think Beetlejuice just came out. Mm -hmm. I think Beetlejuice came out in 88- so, But I think it was announced that he was going to be Batman even prior to that coming out. Oh, really? So people did not know what they were going to get. I mean, he right. was a comedian. Yeah. He was super funny. They were like, wait, you're not going to be able to play Batman. Yeah. And he was not funny in this movie. I mean, he had maybe one or two lines that you kind of chuckled at. Like, right. you want to get nuts? Yeah. Let's get nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that maybe, And whenever I hear it, I just hear Beetlejuice in my head. Oh, yeah. No, uh, and you can hear it when mm-hmm. he says it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that
1: and uh, I forget uh, oh, the guy who played Arliss. Um, oh, yeah, Robert Wall. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. He and was really fun. And he jokes with them, He says, hey, can I have a grand? And then they yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, oh, yeah, and by yeah. the way, give him a grand. Yeah. Like, uh, that's awesome. You know? uh, <laughs> like, I love
0: when they first see him, too, and he was just like, where is this thing from? He's like, it's from Japan. Yeah. He says, how do you know? It's where I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he was talking about
1: how Wayne was like a, a yeah. rich guy. And, yeah, rich and, uh, guy, and he's buying all this crap. Yeah. <laughs> and Kim Basinger, she was so
0: good. And is says, oh, yeah, Vicki Vale, man. Vicki Vale and uh even uh well jack nicholson obviously because before that you had caesar romero from the 1966 adam west batman who i mean he wouldn't even shave his pencil thin mustache you made him put the makeup right over it so you could always (laughs) see it underneath it because he had to do other roles so it was it was always kind of and he was good at it but man you had not seen it. And at that time, I didn't think anyone was going to beat Jack Nicholson until Heath Ledger came out. Because oh. Because yeah, I was no. like, that's my Joker. Man. Yeah, and and in a lot of not. ways, he's still my Joker because. Oh, mine I, too. I, yeah. I, I love Jack Nicholson as a yeah. Joker. Yeah. No, and,
1: and, and I'm right there with you. Like, other than Heath Ledger, yeah. nobody has ever come close yeah. to Jack Nicholson. And
0: before. the only mistake they made in that film was killing him at the end. Yeah. They could have easily had him. And I, I liked the second one. I thought the second one was good. But I loved Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, cat Catwoman. Woman, she was yeah. still the best Catwoman. Mm-hmm. I liked seeing Danny DeVito as the, the Penguin. Penguin. Yeah, he and was even good. uh, even, bang, uh bang. yeah <laughs> And even uh Mac Shrek, uh what's his name? Uh, Christopher uh, Walken, as that uh he was the bad guy in that too. Oh, that's yeah, he right. Was the other, I forgot about he that. It was the other bad guy, yeah. yeah. And remember even uh the beginning where they uh put the penguins' parents, put him in the uh the river and put him in the basket yeah. put him in the river? His his father was uh Pee Wee Herman.
1: Yep. Really? Paul Rubens played his dad. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Rewatch it. It's totally Paul I Rubens. It's funny. Fucking will, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's
0: really great. But yeah, that original one, man, I loved it so much that I was got obsessed with collecting the trading cards. Mm-hmm. They were all in the stores. And uh-huh. I, I would go to every store. I remember uh, what was it McDonald's or Burger King had the glasses? And we used I to. I think get, it was McDonald's. Yeah. I was about to
1: say I remember having I like I remember I kept the cup from the yeah. movie theater because it had the Batman oh, yeah. on it. I mean I kept that and put it in the dishwasher until it washed away <laughs> yeah. and you couldn't see it anymore. Like. I've learned that. Don't put any of those in the collectibles <laughs> yeah. in the dishwasher. You will
0: it will be missing soon. <laughs> but it, it's true, man. This was one that was massive when it came out. Yeah. Everyone, the the promotion for this, it had the coolest. I still think the coolest Batmobile ever. That Tim Burton Batmobile, yes. yeah, so and amazing. He had the plane too. Remember when he he flew oh, yeah. the plane oh, yeah. up and he twisted? Why it didn't around anyone it. tell me he had that thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack Nicholson had so many funny one-liners. Yeah, the, this town needs an enema. Yeah, or. Uh, he says, "I'm disappointed, Bob." Bob, gun, and then he gives him the gun. And he just shoots him right yeah. there. Well, the guy who played Bob was from uh, Conan the Destroyer. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of different. I movies thought that too.
1: was my brother Daryl.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. This was uh, Tracy. This guy's name is Tracy something. He's he's a big character actor was, that was in a lot of stuff.
1: Wasn't he in it though?
0: I don't remember him. Huh. Uh, the Daryl guy. He was yeah. from Blade Runner and everything. I do know okay. that guy. Okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, this was the that uh, was the guy from Conan. And, uh, even the uh, the the putting the poisoning the uh, the products like the uh, uh, the health beauty bu- yeah the health Joker and beauty products, products yeah and had them so smiling you, yeah, and then you had all the uh, once you figured out what was happening you had all the newscasters who would go on there with pimples and everything on because mm-hmm. they were too afraid to put makeup and shit right, on yeah because the Joker was poisoning everybody yeah even Jack Palance you know as the bad guy uh, remember it. Joker had to kill him. He's the one who set, threw him into the place yeah. He kind the of set him place. up and uh, sent him to that place, and that's where the that's cops right. he's were. Because like,
1: you are yeah. my
0: number one, one guy. guy. Yeah, that's right. Jack Palance, man, I love listening to him talk. My dad
1: and I were just talking about him the
0: yeah. other day. Oh man, when he when he came back into the room to confront him, when it, you didn't realize that Joker got all the bandages off, and they don't quite show him. You just hear him laughing. Yeah. as the doctors are fixing him, he's like, mm-hmm. "Sorry, you see, but I have to work with." Yeah, and then uh, the next scene is uh, Jack Palance thinks. He's it's uh thinks it's the that girl that they're both kind of obsessed with right because remember jack says you uh you uh you turned on me for a woman, and mm-hmm. got really angry at him. And then uh, he was in the shadows, and then he stuck his face forward and everything. Yep. And ah, uh, that was the Joker, man. Yeah. From that point forward, even the scene where he's very similar to the Heath Ledger meeting with the mob bosses, you had Jack Nicholson meeting with a bo- mob boss. Remember, he had the joy buzzer. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that holding right. on the guy, and, and he, he became like a skeleton. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there was some scenes. If you go back, they're certainly cheesy, but man, it's so much fun, man. Oh, I, I so loved, much fun. Yeah, no, I
1: loved at the end when he uh, when he hit the ground and there was the oh, little yeah. laugh that box laugh in packs. his pocket. Yep. I mean, uh, if I hear
0: one of those now, that's yep. the
1: only thing I think of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just Jack Nicholson laying oh, on yeah. the pavement. Like,
0: You ever dance with the devil in the pale blue oh, light? I'm telling and, you, man. Uh, so oh, many great oh, lines oh, oh, oh. from that movie, man. I yeah. love 1989's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's our top five here, man. Like yeah. I said, man, we could easily come back and do another one because... I love superhero movies, and uh, they're just they're coming out so much now too. Oh yeah, left and right, and and people are branching off. There's like Image Comics that are making different uh, images. The people that make Spawn, and they've got a couple of the series that I follow right now that are going to be huge. People don't people listening to the pod, you don't know what Saga is, but Saga is like one of the biggest comic books in the world right now. Oh, wow. With Image Comics, uh-huh. and I have a number one uh, that's been CGC rated like a top rated one that's worth about four hundred. That I'm, yeah. that I'm holding on to because when it's announced <laughs> to become a movie, it's going to go up to a grand Oh because yeah, it's a dude. really phenomenal uh, kind of almost X-rated superhero kind of uh, comic that everyone is obsessed with right hell now. Hell yeah, get the first NC-17 yeah, yeah. superhero movie. Well, yeah, really what uh, has to happen is like HBO needs to pick it up or something right. like that and do a series uh, for Netflix it. Netflix will it. do it. Oh, yeah, man. They'll, they'll jump on Netflix will buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be trying to sell them our uh, summer flick next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See if they buy it from us. That's not a bad idea. They no, might buy it that from yeah. us yeah. so we'll give it a try so yeah that is our superhero pod for this week uh i hope you enjoyed the gangster pods when we're recording this it yeah. still hasn't dropped yet but it will drop by the time this one drops and then i know we've got a guilty pleasure pod come up in the future and we've still got a, a whole bunch of other ones slated dave will be back for the next one so you can all be excited about that Woohoo! Woo! Uh, <laughs> 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 all right until next time See ya. Peace.